Hey everybody, it's episode 198 of PodQuest. (laughs) That was on purpose, wasn't it? You waited two minutes. No, it was 27 seconds. That's a long 27 seconds. But it just goes to show that if you're not looking, it does not bother you. Yeah, well, I mean... did not say a word. Actually, it was probably longer than that, because we stopped talking before I ever hit record. Yeah, I mean, I was texting and stuff. I was keeping myself busy. Anyway, it's June 13th. Yep. It's a Wednesday. Wednesday eighteen. I am Chris. With me is Walnut. Yep. And Druton. Hello. And uh, it's E3, guys. It post is E3. E3. Well, is this no, no, it's, it's post E3, E3 conferences. <laughs> okay. Yeah. It is it's, during still during E3. Yeah, it's technically only E3 day two. If I were going to Firefly, I'd have left this morning. So we, we really? would have been able to record last night. Huh. If, if we were doing Firefly this year. Yeah. Firefly yeah. Uh, starts technically tomorrow. Because oh. it, it usually actually runs the weekend of E3. Yeah. Uh, like of the press conferences, right? Yes. Huh. Well, and I mean, like, honestly, if it keeps going the way it's going by, uh, by next year, E3 is going to start on Thursday and go until the following Friday. It's going to yeah. be like every company is going to have their own day of press conferences leading up to the Tuesday that the show floor opens. Yep. Yeah. Because right now it's EA is Saturday and then Microsoft is Sunday afternoon. Bethesda was Sunday evening. Um, and then you go into Monday and we had Square Enix early afternoon. Uh, Ubisoft late afternoon, early evening, and then Sony at night. Uh, uh, East Coast time, anyway. Yeah. I feel like Bethesda done goofed. Why? Because they had some stuff at Microsoft's, and they had their own press conference. Even though they didn't really show much. No, but I mean, they, they brought like, like, Todd Howard out, so it was just one of those, like, hey, guys, d- don't forget we're across the street tonight. Yeah, like, but, like, they showed the uh, the starting trailer for what they showed with their conference uh, but the, well, I mean, for uh, just for uh, Fallout 76. Yeah, that was all they showed, which yeah. they had already debuted the week prior. That like, particular trailer, I don't think they debuted that one. No, well, they, it was that was the first time they debuted that trailer. Sure, but I mean, it wasn't like they announced a a thing that yeah. hadn't already been announced that they were going to announce during their but press conference. There is also a, f- a chance that you know, and I don't know any of the numbers, but I know at some point during one of these press conferences between GameSpot stream and IGN stream, they had around 300,000 viewers. Um, I think it was like IGN was pushing 200,000 and GameSpot was around 100,000. So like, there is a chance that, you know, maybe Microsoft had 300,000 p- plus people watching, but like maybe Bethesda, because it's in the evening, only gets 150,000 yeah, viewers. I mean, like Bethesda starts at, started at what, 9 p.m. Eastern? 9.30 Eastern. Yeah, like I didn't watch, I, I wouldn't have been up to watch theirs live. I actually, I actually did stay up and watch theirs live. It, it was over by like 10.35. Yeah, so, um, but, yeah, I mean, you figure, like, there's a good chance that, like, maybe people weren't expecting to tune in to Bethesda at night, but then they saw that trailer, like, oh, right, I forgot that was happening. Yeah, true. Um, But let's get started, I guess, with EA. Yeah, I figure we just go in order. Actually, no, I'm sorry. I, I have notes on my tablet in front of me. And um, before E3 started properly, Sony had did their, some stuff. You know right. what? Because they talked about it at their conference, why don't we just... Do it during no, no, Sony's. Because it, it was it was leading up to it, and they didn't really talk about it. Well, a they whole just lot. were like, "Hey, we taught we sh- we introduced these things this week as well." Yeah, but, yeah, but chronologically, they happened first. Exactly yeah, true. So true. Starting on Wednesday, June sixth, which was last week, up until Sunday, June tenth, this past Sunday, um, every day Sony had some sort of reveal that mm. they were doing early. Um, it started out with Tetris Effect on the sixth. Which is interesting. Yeah. That's 
it's Tetris. I mean, Tetris is always cool, and isn't it? The it's VR Tetris. People are yeah, doing it. It's yeah. it's Res and somebody else. I forget what who the other team was, or who I forget like what the pedigree was there. But Res was one of the the names thrown out. Um. So yeah, that's cool. And then you had Days Gone got a release date, which um, I which is February twenty second, twenty nineteen. Okay. Um. Mm-hmm. Along with every other game yeah, coming out next year, fucking game coming out. Yes. <laughs> um, many so, of them will get delayed. So poor Sony Bend Days Gone is not going to sell any copies. Yeah. Um. Assuming so, assuming that things like Anthem don't get delayed, which let's be realistic, it's getting delayed. Um. Like they've got a lot of competition, and they're not ex- like Days Gone is one of those games where. It's been it's been in development and like debuted what three years ago? Yeah, I want to say it was 2015 is where they showed the first footage. Yeah, something like that. So I believe it was 2015 they showed I, that. Well, I think this is the third E3. So I think it was E3 2016. You might be right. You might be right. Because I know that the first footage they showed was the um the like swarm. Yeah, the swarm on the thing. The um, and then the- I know. Last like year, farmhouse. Yeah, right? last year was the the mission where you had to free your friend from the camp, and he he the the person doing the demo did it by uh, letting a bunch of zombies into the camp to just kill everybody. That's um interesting. But and, what about your friend dying? Well, no, because he was up top, so like it flooded the camp like on the lower levels, took everybody out, and then he just kind of like crept up and like killed the two guys guarding the friend that were like in a tree. Oh, so. Interesting. And then the, I, I could have sworn there was one other trailer, but maybe it was one of those, like, maybe you're right. Maybe it was, like, 2016 and then 2017, and then it was, like, uh, PSX or something like that was a third trailer. But still, like, by the time this comes out, it will be, you know, three, four years since we heard anything about, since we originally heard about it. Yeah. And, like, it's just another zombie game. Like, nothing about it looks particularly groundbreaking. Not when you have stuff like The Last of Us Part 2 coming and Dying Light 2. Yeah, I mean, it was groundbreaking three years ago. And if it had come out sooner, maybe it would have been, would it would be better received. But with every game coming out in February 2019, it's not going to have as well of a reception as they think it might. Yeah, exactly. Uh, again, I'm convinced a lot of these games that got that release date are going to get moved. Oh, I, I agree. Yeah. I agree with you. I, I at least Anthem. There is no way Anthem is coming I out. I actually any... feel like Anthem is the one that won't. I just I don't know. I I think that game is going to have to come out. All right, we'll talk about Anthem yeah, more we'll... when we get to EA. Um, so day three was a uh, Twin Mirror from Don't Nod. Okay. Uh, which is Memento the game. Right. So guy wakes up covered in blood and doesn't remember what happened. Okay. Which it's um. I, I believe it. It's it's being called like an action adventure game or something along those lines. And I don't know. I like what Don't Nod does. It makes me wonder how many fucking teams do they have right now, though? Because I think they're only like a hundred and sixty person studio. What's the other thing they did? So they just had Vampire release. Oh right, right, right. Okay, um, right, right, right. They had they had Life is Strange come out. Um, but they they did not do Before the Storm. Uh, Deck Nine did Before the Storm, but they are doing um Life is Strange Two is apparently in development. Right. But so they have this this game, the um, Twin Mirror. They have that um, the Adventures of Captain Spirit right, yes. that they showed, which is apparently just like a single episode and it's gonna be free, so it's probably not very long. Mm-hmm. Um, but like to have a game that just released and then have two other games known in development and something else coming out is like just like a standalone little thing. Like that's a lot for a studio to do with. Yeah, that that's a relatively small studio. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. So, like, hopefully none of these games are suffering for it. I know Vampire reviewed... Yeah. Didn't review 
awesome, but didn't review bad. Yeah. Like, it, it was getting, like, sevens. Mm-hmm. So, like, it's it's in that, like, middle ground. Mm-hmm. Um, then you have day four was Ghost Giant, which is a PSVR game from the Fee people. Okay. Fee was that um Ori-looking EA indie game. Yeah, right, from, right. I, for, I forget the t- what EA calls that. Uh, yeah. Um, but, yeah, I think it released this past February or March, okay. if I remember correctly. Um, so, PSVR games are neat, yeah. I guess. Um, but granted, Day 5's PSVR game is a game I actually want. This Beat is a, Saber. I've been wanting this game oh, ever yeah, yeah, since yeah, yeah, I've yeah. been seeing stuff um, come out for it. Just light, a lightsaber rhythm game just seems cool. And yeah, uh, you can just go on and watch videos of Beat Saber. It's just like, it looks so fun. Yeah. Like I've seen like, videos of people playing it and when people are good at it, like it's fucking impressive to watch. Yeah. yeah. Like there's people that like force himself to do like the Darth Maul and that's tough. Because that seems like a bad idea. Oh, they yeah. do the Darth Maul, and since there's the blue and the red, and you have to hit it like the arrows point up or down or left and or right. Yeah. You have to hit it in the direction the arrows are pointing. So you gotta like be figure eighting that shit, making sure to hit it properly. Like this, people are nuts at this game, and I really friggin' want it. Yeah, because I I think I mean not that there's anything wrong with the Vive or the Oculus controllers, but I think the um the Move controllers are actually like especially like formatted for that because they're basically just hilts yeah with little balls on the top yeah so they're i don't know like the oc or the not the oculus the vive like the the original vive controllers are pretty big mm-hmm. um and the oculus touch controllers are really Super tiny, tiny. <laughs> but like you have the 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 move controllers are actually they're they're yeah. wiimotes they're a little bit bigger than a wiimote yeah. so like i feel like they just would feel better in your hand yeah, as like a sword hilt they definitely yeah. feel well designed for that game, and they're a little top heavy because of the the sensor the, ball on it. Yeah, so like they not that they're not that they're gonna weigh weight down in the front, but they've at least got that little bit. Like you know what side is up, even with the helmet on. Mm-hmm. If yeah, you're doing anything weird, like you were saying. Yeah, um, I'll say though that I wonder how that game will be on PlayStation because the thing, the complaint I've heard about that game is not enough music, and like it's just these unknown songs that are made for this game. Well, I mean, there's the a thing, mo- there's a modding community for it, though. Right. But and that's on PC. Yeah. yeah. PlayStation that, doesn't that, do well, That's my point, is, like, is that going to come to PlayStation? Which is unlikely, because none of it's official. But if they do, if they do some sort of song creation or song importing for the PlayStation VR version, then it definitely seems like something that would be worth it. But the like I've heard like the songs that are in there, it's not a lot and they're not great. So it's like a cool play once thing, but not a thing you stick I mean, with. At least if they, even if they don't do like known songs, like look at um the frequency, the Kickstarter frequency from a couple years ago. Yeah, yeah. I don't think that had any actual licensed music like that we would know, right? Uh, no, it was yeah, mostly like techno-y songs, like, and it was all like made yeah. for like either like open right or like made for the game Mm -hmm. yeah which was a lot of what frequency was originally too like the ps2 frequency yeah like i think there was like a handful of licensed tracks but most of it was like yeah electro pop and stuff that was made specifically yeah it wasn't until amplitude where they had like a lot yeah a lot of licensed music yeah um so like as long as like maybe if they they keep that up but like release new tracks for it yeah that would be okay too, even mm-hmm. if it's not the best music. Like if they just keep it fresh, where you're getting new music. Yeah, yeah. Um, 
but yeah, so that those that was the the countdown to E3 that Sony did. They they mm-hmm. announced or released dates or stuff for those five things. Yeah. Um, and then Saturday afternoon started. Uh, I guess you could say that started E3 proper because that was the first press conference of E3. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, even though EA is no longer part of E3. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, he's not part of E3. Yeah, they no. no longer have booth space in any of the halls in the convention center. They have a thing. I think it's actually a little ways away. I don't think EA Play is. It's like near near the convention center. No, I don't think so. I didn't realize um, that. Yeah, it's, yep. EA Play is basically their own little mini convention they do at another site mm-hmm. where you know they have like kiosks and stuff, stuff so people can play games and they do all the interviews and the live streams from there all weekend. Yeah. But it was basically like they're saving money by not going to E3 proper and just putting on their own show that anyone can come check out. And, like, and yeah, I think it's either just Saturday and Sunday or maybe Saturday, Sunday, and Monday. But it's over before E3 yeah. proper starts. Okay. And then I believe they still do, uh, or not believe, but they still do um, like yeah meetings. And so if if you are an actual industry member, mm-hmm. you can schedule a meeting with them, and it might it might be in a hotel nearby. But you know they'll they'll have like the demo set up and they'll have the dev there to tell you about it or play it for you yeah. and and they'll have their games in Sony or Microsoft or Nintendo's yeah. booths yeah um so EA was the only one that I didn't take notes for as I was watching it it was the only one that I did actually um but also even trailed off that super fast so EA is always so bad that I just went back after the fact and wrote everything down. So my notes might be in a different order than yours. Well, I, 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 with all of them, I put them in order. So I'll go off my notes for EA and just have what I have because I have all the games listed and everything they talked about in order, and we can just read off that. Okay. So I, I'll first note off like they started off with like a quick 3D intro. Like it was a really cool looking 3D intro to Anthem, but they're like, we'll talk about that at the end, obviously to keep everybody in, into it. Uh, and they started with Battlefield Five. Um, a few of the key things that I noticed they had mentioned were there were movable battlements, so like movable defensible objects, like mm-hmm. your your uh, big guns and stuff. Anti-aircraft guns. That's and the stuff word like I was that. looking for. Uh, there's going to be some sort of single player thing. Yeah. Called like war stories. It's like World War Two, untold World War Two stories or something. Similar like that. to what they did with Battlefield yeah, One. Battlefield yeah. One was all vignettes, so I'm assuming it'll be more vignettes. Okay. And they were supposed to like uh, focus on that a lot on Xbox's thing, but they didn't. Uh, I remember them saying that. Uh, one big thing: there's no loot boxes, no premium passes, none of that shit. Uh, and because the last... they got shit for oh. it in oh. November. The last note I have on my notes for EA are: this entire conference felt like an apology for Battlefront Two. I don't know if you guys felt that way, but that's how I felt. I mean, they apologized for it a couple of times. Yeah, but e- EA is always the conference that. Even when they're trying to not be, it's way too corporate. Like, having somebody host that actually knows the industry. Like, Andrea Renee is a really good host. Yeah. Um, I don't know if you she know was, who she is. She's yeah, John no, Drake's wife. She yeah. was, she was very charismatic. Yeah. I liked her. I'm like, very well aware of her. Okay. I haven't, I, I haven't, like, listened to her show or anything like that, but yeah, I know who she is. Yeah, like, I, I listen to the podcast I mean, she does. I watch, I watch PAX Wrestling. I know who okay. she is. Um, yeah, like she she used to do the GameStop TV stuff for a while. Okay, yeah, yeah. Um, but like literally, she is a freelance presenter, so she mm-hmm. does that sort of stuff for all the different gaming outlets. She does. Um, she did the Nintendo World Championships they had in New York okay. last year, the year before. Like, yeah, that's her job, and she actually is like in the gaming yeah. industry to know what 
what's going on. She's not like, not that Aisha Tyler ever did a bad job. Like I thought she was always super entertaining at Ubisoft and I miss having her at the conference. Yeah. But you could tell that like she didn't totally know what was going on unless it was a game she was familiar with. Yeah. Yeah. Um, at least Andrea actually knew like across the board what was going on and did a good job of interacting with like, um, the dude from Respawn who shouldn't have been included at all. <laughs> yeah. Um, the final thing they announced for Battlefield 5 is a Battle Royale mode. Yep. Which, surprisingly, I believe the only Battle Royale announcement. Yeah. Actually, yeah. Th- th- I yeah. can remember. Like, oh, there was a couple of times where I had taking my notes. I was like, is this a Battle Royale? Is there going to be a Battle Royale? I bet this is a Battle Royale. And there was no Battle Royale. Like, or crap. at least nobody announced it. Yeah. Like, there might be a Battle Royale in some games. Yeah, yeah I mean, like, Call of Duty already announced Yeah. Maybe Pokemon Black. Let's Go Pikachu. <laughs> that would be amazing. One hundred Pikachu's land on an island. island. You just a hundred of just everyone picks a Pokemon, not just Pikachu. Like, of, of, no, no, no. It no. has to be one hundred no. Pikachu's. That would be stupid. Then uh, no, battle royales are stupid. I know they are, mm. but to make it I a didn't little say they bit weren't more fun, they're stupid. All right, to make it a little bit Fair. more fun or a little less stupid, different Pokemon. Um, no, but then it, you get into elemental things, and then every everybody meta games it. That's why it's a hundred Pikachu. Yeah, everybody thing, starts like, EV training, po- and it's the worst. Uh, Pokemon uh, Quest. They don't do the elemental stuff. Well, that's but I mean, dumb. if you're going into a mission with an elemental, and it's a bonus area for that element, then they're like you get a bonus. But your your uh, uh, fire Pokemon is not going to get more damage from a water attack. It's silly. It's dumb. Yeah. Anyway, what um, did you have next for EA? Uh, yeah, unless we have, if we don't have anything else about Battlefield, uh, the next thing I have. Not really. Um, FIFA, which was really cool because they had Hans Zimmer do the music for the trailer. And I really like Hans Zimmer. Um, besides that, like, I don't really know FIFA much. They, um, added the UEFA championship to FIFA. Yep. Which um, is actually apparently a big deal because Konami had the license for that for the last several years. Yeah. And they no longer have the license, so it makes you wonder if they're even going to keep making Pro Evolution Soccer after this year. Probably not. Um, Konami is probably not making it many video games anymore. Yeah. Truth. True. Uh, they have a free World Cup update for FIFA 18. Yep. I believe they say FIFA 18 was free. For a limited time. I yeah. don't know if it still is, but it was or af- just after the press conference. Um, I, it also doesn't look like there's a story mode this year in FIFA. Uh, I... I, I feel like I heard them wasn't. comment that there was, but maybe, they did not show it off. Maybe I all. missed it because they didn't show it the, off. Yeah, they definitely I didn't. Ten, but as soon as EA goes into sports, I kind of uh-huh. phase out because it's not that I dislike the sports games; it's that they never are compelling about delivering the information. Yeah, it's, no, yeah, that's totally. Fair. It, it's like watching a Sony press conference from 2005 <laughs> when they fucking had a PowerPoint and like mo- their marketing team out there telling them <laughs> what the sales goals were for that quarter. Yeah. Um. After FIFA, they did, uh, they talked about their cloud streaming service. The, uh, what was it? Subscript, uh, Origin Access Premier or something like that? Yeah, EA Origin is like their current one, or EA Origin Access is their current one, and they're making it Premier version. And they didn't give us a price for it. It's apparently gonna be $100 a year, I a, heard. A year is reasonable? Maybe? Um, but that's, so that is. Sub is, $10 a month. Yeah. Um, yeah, and, so that puts it right around the, um, the Xbox Game Pass cost. Yeah, which when they kept talking about that on Xboxes, and I was like, this might actually be worth getting a live subscription again and using the Game Pass. Like, do you need live for Game Pass? Uh, you probably don't need live no. for Game Pass. Well, but actually, I can't 100%. You, I pro- don't- you probably don't need it, but there's no point in playing the games unless you're on live. To, to me, at least. Like, I mean, 
depends what you're playing. If you're playing a single player game yeah. for the story, like there's no reason to be on live. True. I'll have to look into that. But like, Game Pass seemed interesting to me. But yeah, because uh, honestly, it's really cool. Like for ten bucks a month, especially you know, like yeah, like if you wanted to de- if you wanted to get the new gears just to play multiplayer, then yeah, you you need to buy it. Yeah, Xbox Live. But if you wanted to just play the new gears to run yeah. through the story because you've played the other four, the fact that I can pay. Say so next year I could pay a hundred bucks and I can have all the Halos and Halo Four and Halo Five and the new Halo probably like everything immediately as soon as it comes out like I'm like hundred so, bucks to be able to play all that plus all the Gears games even though I own most of so them it's actually a hundred and twenty dollars because yeah. um Game Pass is ten ten dollars a month so they don't have a flat fee for no no, no it's okay. just it's ten dollars a month. <laughs> That's still like, it's still not bad because you can then cancel it. Like cancel it whenever you, I didn't want it. You could play for the month of March, and then you're like, all right, well, I played the games I want to play on Games Pass, so I'm yeah. not going to play. I'm not going to play. I am not going to pay April, May, June. But like, oh look, there's some new games in July I want to play. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. so in, in that like I was thinking about that as I was listening because I didn't, it didn't realize they had that. Yeah, we'll talk about um, more about Game Pass yeah. at Microsoft. But um, so they went over. I didn't really take a lot of notes on the cloud game thing because I just they were relatively vague about. Yeah, it was just a real quick yeah. thing. It seems like it's going to be like Game Pass or PS Now, and it's going to come out sometime later this year. Yeah. Well, I mean, like it's they already do the EA Origin, like the EA Access Origin Access, like yeah, it's an expanded version of that with streaming. The yeah, games. that's why I said it's like a like, combination of Game Pass yeah. and Now. Yeah, because Now is streaming. Game Pass is actually like download and keep it until you're not paying for it anymore. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the next they did a Madden 19 thing. Um, they didn't really talk about the game. They just had the current Madden champion up with one of the Pittsburgh Steelers, yeah, I believe. That was, that was, I hate I'm when they do that. so spaced out that I don't even remember that yeah. happening. Um, and the only, the only bit of news I have for Madden, it's gonna be on PC for the first time in like 10 years. Since, since Madden 08. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's all I have for Madden because like they didn't really do a lot of new announcements and yeah, and to more- me, frankly, Madden is just a lot of these sports games to me are kind of dumb because they don't really have to update them much anymore. They could just give you, like sell new 2017, 2018 player packs or whatever. Yeah, but like to do that, people aren't going to be willing to spend sixty bucks. Whereas people will go buy, spend sixty bucks every well, year for the new case. I mean, I could just <laughs> I could. I mean, I'd buy, say I I bought Madden 19, I would be more receptive to being like, here, I'll give you 20 bucks for all the new characters, or for a new... All the new characters. All the new characters, essentially. <laughs> instead of having to be like, here's 60 bucks for a whole new campaign mode that I have to but, play through. Or but that's the thing, I bet there are, there are enough people that play Madden that probably don't understand that concept. Yeah. That go out every year and spend $60 to buy Madden, that they would lose money. Yeah. Oh, they would absolutely lose money. Um... But it's weird because normally Madden, like normally Madden, gets a little bit of presence there. They show you all the the new features and how the grass blows in the wind yeah. when the player farts and everything. They they didn't really do any of that, as far as I can remember. It looks like there's no story mode on that either. And Longshot was great last year. Like that's the only part of Madden I played, and it was fantastic. Yeah. I had so much fun with Longshot. I kind of want to get the like I kind of want to get a Madden game in general. I've never really played them. Get Madden 18, and so here's the thing: Madden 8. Yeah, Madden 18, sorry. Mm-hmm. Um, if you play through Longshot, you also learn how to play the game. Okay. Because, yeah. like, parts of the game are like, alright, you're gonna play, like, you, you, you have to do a, a, a drive. So, yeah. you have the ball, you're losing, you have to get a touchdown to win the game. And it just keep like, it, within four downs, or just, yeah. 
you know, like football rules. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it just keeps resetting that every time you fail. Okay. So like, if you if you can't make a scoring drive, it just resets and you you do the drive over again. Okay. Um, and like, it shows you how to like call like what pl- it literally teaches you how plays are made. Yeah, I'll, I'll have to look into, or I might wait until nineteen and see what kind of game mode they have, and if they do, then I'll get nineteen. If they don't, I'll just get eighteen. Like I said, for I. I would highly recommend getting it because 18 will be super cheap by next year. Yeah. Um, like I bought it, um, back around the Super Bowl. It was on sale for like 10 bucks. Or I could get the EA Origin, uh, Access Premiere. Don't give any extra money to EA. Go buy Madden <laughs> yeah. used. Give the money mean, to uh, GameStop. You don't <laughs> turn your PC on. So is, is, yes. or is that only on PC? Yes. That's stupid. Never well, I mind. Origin then. was on Xbox. I too. thought they were no. saying it was going to be EA on EA Access is on Xbox. Origin access is on right. PC. Oh, right. I don't think that streaming thing is going to be on Xbox. You are probably right because I don't know if Microsoft they, would want to play that game. Also, like they called it Origin Access yeah. Premiere, not EA Access Premiere. Yeah, you're, I didn't think about that. Also, it's a thing to get you to get into the Origin Store ecosystem. Yeah, but yeah, uh, Madden, it's Madden 18 over 19, definitely. Oh. Uh, the next thing they did real quick was they had the dude from Respawn out, which we just mentioned was pointless. He was like, we got a new game. It's called Jedi Fallen Order. And that's it. Well, we now know the name of their Star Wars. So they they gave us a couple things. It's going to take place between episodes three and four. Yeah. Um, it's going to be a dark game. It's going to be dark times and a dark game and dark, dark, dark. Um, that's all I say. Like, I kind of wish it wasn't set there. We have, there's so much content. Even now, even after the whole Disney purging everything, there is so much stuff that we already know happens between episode three and episode four that I would pay more money to have a game either set pre-episode one or post-episode six. Yeah, like, at this point, you're, because the name of it, uh, Jedi Fallen Order, you're a Jedi running from the Imperials. Yeah, like, I don't want to fight stormtroopers or clone troopers, I I don't care. I don't no, want to do. Fair. Or you know what? I'll fight storm clooper, storm the stormtroopers or 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 whatever. If I were like a smuggler or something, I'm tired of being a Jedi because every Star Wars game you get, you're a fucking Jedi. Give me a non Jedi game. Play the Old Republic. Play Star Wars Battlefront. Like. Um, there was another game. Um, Dark Forces. P- play the early like Dark Forces games. Um, before Kyle Katarn became a Jedi. <laughs> yeah. Because eventually he becomes a fucking Jedi. Because that's all you do in Star Wars games, is you become Jedis. But, like, the flip side is, how how much do you really want to play a Star Wars first-person shooter without Force powers? I mean, to be fair, like, 13-13 looked like it could have been really cool. Well, like... It's a, at that point, it's a sci-fi game and just a universe you're familiar with where you can have... Like, you don't necessarily need Force powers to make a cool Star Wars game. Like, they had the Boba Fett game. That wasn't a good game. Well, I mean, it wasn't a good game because they just did it terribly, and it was, to me, like, it kind of, to me, it was a little bit ahead of its time. Like, if they do it now with how much they've advanced, like, open-world games and such like that, they could do an awesome bounty hunter game. A Star Wars-set bounty hunter game. That's what 1313 was supposed to be. Yeah, like, a game like 1313, which was going to be a more confined game just set in a universe that you're familiar with already. Yeah. Had a lot of promise. But like something like like this Fallen Order is probably going to just be similar to Force Unleashed. Yeah. Where it's Force Unleashed on the other side. Yeah. Rather than playing the character going around and killing the Jedi, 
you're going to be the, a Jedi trying to yeah. stop people and, from killing them. And that's that's the problem. Like like you said, we have so we already know everything about between the between the two movies. Not everything, but enough but, that that yeah, because they purged everything else. There is so much that we don't know. We don't know anything about the Old Republic anymore. Yeah. Other yeah. than, like, little bits and pieces that are mentioned in the movie. And same thing with post-Jedi. Like, other than than The Force Awakens and The Last Jedi, and the little bit that we've gathered from those two movies, there's 30-some-odd years of just unknown territory that I think they've had, like, a handful of books touch on. Yeah. Mo- not much like the comics have all been mostly um mostly early era so it's been um f- between episodes 4 and 5 yeah are like where most of the comics fit like the current Darth Vader is um is post episode 3 so you're seeing a bunch of Vader stuff after he becomes Vader um and they had like a Poe Dameron book that ran yeah. like up to the Force Awakens and now it's post the last Jedi and there's I have a book behind you uh next to that bag on the on the bottom shelf, yeah, that one. That is something that pre- goes into the Force Awakens. It's like before the Force Awakens. It's sometime in the middle, but it's like they don't, they don't have a lot of stuff for new content. We're just seeing regular content and it's like stuff we've seen before and stuff we yeah. always hear about. And it's just mm-hmm. like I don't I don't need another Jedi story. Give me something else. Yeah, like I was, I'm a big Star Wars fan. I'm actually reading one of the old Legends books right now. Because they were actually still entertaining books. Not this one. This one's not great. But, <laughs> um, like, the old expanded universe was awesome. Like, all the books that took place after Return of the Jedi that filled in all... So those books, I think, went up to, like, 40, 45 years post-Jedi, maybe a little further. Yeah. Um, To the point where, like, you got to watch, like, Han and Leia have kids. Mm-hmm. And Luke get married and have a son. And most of those new people get murdered. And fall to the dark side and then things get built up and fall down and Chewbacca die while trying to yell at a moon. Yeah. Just cool shit like that. Yeah. And yep. then and then there was some pr- Old Republic stuff too. Like you had Knights of the Old Republic 1 and 2 which took place so far before any of the movies that like it was a different universe. Are those mm-hmm. like no longer canon as well? Nope. They yeah. purge those? Wait. Are they? No, they're not I canon. I thought they anymore. were still canon. No, from from what I from what I can tell Everything other than the, the the movies and um the actual Clone Wars cartoon, not the CG one that ha- that came out around when the movie came out, but like the actual series that ran afterwards. Okay. And the Rebel series that has since yeah started after that are all okay. that can. Um, like cl- I'm sorry, Clone Wars and the movies were the only things that carried over from the Purge. Yeah. Um. Everything that's come out since then is canon, but yeah, all the games, all the tie-in comics and books and stuff, all of them are no longer canon. It's just ridiculous. So, what's next? Uh, next is uh, they had Battlefront Two information because uh, they completely overhauled the game. Um, I didn't really get a lot more information from that because I didn't really play Battlefront, and I can't quite. I didn't catch everything that they were saying. I think I was busy at work, so I was trying to do so at once. Um, but I did get the they're adding the Clone Wars stuff. Uh, adding Geonosis, uh, they're gonna be adding a ton of new villains and heroes, and that's really all I wrote down, so, so I don't know what I missed. It's not a ton, they're adding General Grievous and Dooku, and then Obi-Wan oh, right. and Anakin as, like, uh, hero characters to, to play as. I thought they were gonna add a few more, like, some more, but those were the ones so they were ready to announce. There, there's also, no, th- those are the only four that they even talked about. There's also gonna be, there, they just released a Han Solo DLC stuff. Yeah. Um... They did acknowledge a rough start to the game, which yeah. was true. Um, 
and yeah, they're, like you said, they're, they're going to do a dive into the Clone Wars via DLC. And I, they did mention something about um, vehicle-based like fighter combat that was going yeah, to be a bigger part. Yeah, um, new like, uh, like dogfight battles or something. Yeah, that, like that aren't just the oh, you find a ship and you can be in the ship temporarily. Like it sounds like that's going to be like its own mode. Yeah. Well, they did have a dogfight mode that I I do or no, that was the first one actually. So and that was mind. the VR th- thing, I believe. Uh, no, they did have a. Sh- it wasn't VR. They did have a straight up dogfight mode in the first one. But it sucked because I think the most amount of players you could have were eight in a match in that game. And you were eight people in this big, expansive sky area. You never found anybody. Sounds about right. Yeah. Uh, next after that, unless we have more about Battlefront. Nope. Nope. Uh, next after that is a game that I'm actually now more excited to play the original for, Unravel 2. Yeah. Okay. And it's out now. It is out I, now. I They're think- like I think they released it. Uh, at the day of the conference? Yeah, no, it, yeah. it was out that day. Um, I, that was the first of actually a lot of those sort of, and this is available now sort of things. Yeah. Um, so in this one, there is multiplayer play, multiplayer gameplay, um, or you can do it single player as well. It's co-op. It, yeah, it's co-op. And like, but it's kind of like, uh, there was a game for the orange box, for Half-Life Orange Box, where it was two female characters. And I, I think it was Orange Box. I remember playing it on PlayStation. It least. was an Orange Box. So then it was an older game. I don't remember the name of it, the title of it, but there was two female characters he plays, and you kind of went alongside Gordon Freeman, but not w- like he did his own thing, and you were like right behind him. Can't remember the name of it, but if you played that game single player, you would have to actually jump between the two characters. And so if you play Unravel uh, single player, you actually have to control both the characters from time to time to get through puzzles. So you have to do one because now there's two uh, Yarnies, I think they called them. Yep. Uh, so there's two Yarnies now. So on certain puzzles, you need to use both the Yarnies to actually get so through. Are you, sorry, just to go back. Are you thinking of episode one of Half-Life 2? No. Because it says that it... Ed- no, it's Half-Life 1. Original Half-Life. Oh, that... Yeah, that definitely wasn't part of the orange box. Uh, it was something I got on uh, PC, at least, when I got all the Half-Life stuff. Or I think I played it on PlayStation 2. I can't remember. Uh, that's besides the point. It was just talking about the idea of playing there, two characters as one person. There, I mean, there's a lot of games that have done that since. Um, Spyro. Spyro. Um, uh, fuck, I forget which Spyro. It was the one on PS3. Um, it was Spyro and Cinder were connected to each other. And just like yarn, the two Yarnies yeah. are, like there was like an invisible line between them that you could literally only go so far before they got pulled back together. Yeah. And also the the game um, Brothers, A Tale of Two Sons, you could go in different directions and all with them, but um, you controlled one brother with each side of the controller. Yeah. So it's like, uh, to me, it's a neat concept, and the original I never got to play, I the really wanted to. It's not perfect like it it has some physics issues and some of the puzzles don't quite make sense like they don't some of the puzzles don't quite play i think the way that they were meant to play but it it's a charming little game yeah and, and like there's no reason looks, not to try it it looks like phys- like like graphically it looks really cool yeah it, it's a very pretty game like i said yeah. it's just physics are a little wonky in a lot of the stuff but it doesn't it doesn't hinder the game to the point of not giving yeah. it a try and the cool thing with unravel 2 is you're you're on the same thread yeah. So you generally, like, you kind of got to make sure the threads stay together. Like, I don't think you can stretch your thread out too far. Like, I'm sure if you get stuck behind a certain point, like, you might have to go back and backtrack to keep your yeah, thread together. Th- that's how the first one was, too. Yeah. So the, the whole idea of the first game is, 
when you start, you are tethered to something at the beginning of the level. Yeah. And you can go so far, and then at certain points, you'll find new anchor points to kind of, like, tie off to. Yeah. That lets you go a little further. Um, and sometimes it was a thing where, like, you would go so far and think you're going the right way and, like, loop back around and find out that you didn't, and then have to do a bunch of backtracking to, like, unwind yourself, basically. Yeah. And try a different way. Yeah. Um, the cool thing about this one, though, is you actually can use both of the characters to, like, make, like, a pulley system. Like, yeah, so... One it... character goes up, jumps down, and will pull the other one up, and then that character c- can then climb back up and... Yeah, it's it's really cool what they did with this one. I'm, I I really want to play the first one because of it now. There's a, a bunch of games that they released that, like... Or that they announced during E3 this year that I'm like, now I really got to play the first one. And I, I have them all listed on my notes. Um, any, uh, anything else? Uh, there is no online co-op for the Unravel 2. Yeah, I think, they, local did, I think they said local co-op. Uh, they did not. They? Well, I thought they did. They, they didn't make it expressly clear that it does not have online. I'm sure they said local co-op, but I don't think they said no online. Honestly, that would be really shitty to do online co-op for. I mean, maybe, but, <sighs> like, they just put out a way out. Is 100% exclusively co-op. And has online. Yeah, but so, you're not tethered to the other person. You, the two players, the two characters can literally go in totally different places and do different things. Uh, yeah, but you also do need to have a ton of communication. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. I just feel like uh, like a game like where you're tethered to somebody. Like I, I playing that with somebody next to you where you can actually like point at things. Yeah, would be a lot better than like oh yeah no no see that thing up in the corner go to that thing in the corner no the other corner no the other corner no the other corner no the other corner yeah. Um, the next they had was Sea of Solitude. Which also looked neat. It, it was another one of their, um... Uh, indie like, games. Yeah, the, yeah. The, the indie, I forget yeah. what, EA Play or something like that. I forget what they call it. Yeah, and, uh, like, they came out and they were like, it's a game that's supposed to show, like, severe solitude, and I the art style looked really neat, and it's actually, like, I, I, like... I live alone. I can relate to this game. Like it, it's the, the pitch it's, is literally lonely humans become monsters. Yeah, and so it's like to me, I'm like, this is a very fascinating idea that I kind of want to play because, like, I'm gonna look forward to playing this game if I can when I when I get it because it's just maybe it helps me understand certain things sometimes too. Yeah, it, it was one of those where they, did, do you not remember that one too much, Drew? Because I saw it. not at all. It was the one it's, where they brought out the random lady on stage who was super nervous. Yeah. Because oh, okay. She is actually like the one of the developers on the game, and like it is her project. Yeah. Um. And it was one of those. It was one of those things that like it's one of the few things EA gets does well is having those like human moments where they let the developers come out and talk, mm-hmm. and like they're not developers that are that are used to being on stage. Like that's a yeah. very different experience for them. And because it because they're indie developers, it's also it's a passion project for them. It's not. Yeah. You know, they're not like the guy who got hired to do. You know, art assets okay. on All right, Madden. Yeah. All right, yeah, I do remember this now. Um, but it, it's got a really interesting art style to it, and I think the the idea of you know this lonely person traveling through this abandoned city looking for other survivors. Yeah, sounds neat. Yeah, okay. It's like uh, it, and like the physics of it and stuff look really cool. Yeah, well. it's like I was just I was like so entranced in this game when they were talking about it. Um, next after that, uh, NBA Live nineteen. Oh, that's, I I completely missed even writing that down. I, yeah, <laughs> that's all I have on that. Cool. That's because that's probably all they said. We'll see if it actually comes out because um they've had a habit of announcing an MB Live and then not yeah. releasing one for two years. Then at this point was esports with Madden 
and they had the 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 Madden champion out. I don't know why I had it in two. Why I have Madden nineteen at one point and Madden nineteen at a because they probably mentioned Madden nineteen and then did that actual like yeah. oh yeah you this know I won the championship. It, they mentioned it after the Origin Access premiere. Uh, so they had the Madden nineteen stuff. And then the next thing is something that I really want to get into, and I haven't gotten the notification to download the alpha yet, uh, is, uh, Command and Conquer Rivals on the cell phone. I got it. I didn't get it, I did, they did, I went and clicked pre, pre-order, and it said you'll get a notification if you, you can play it. So go back into the store and reload the store page a few times, because I did not get a notification. Okay. Um, they, the way that it was announced on stage was, if you if you did it in a certain time frame, you automatically got access. That pre-register is the same pre-register they offer for every game. Yeah. So, because I, I pre-registered like right when they announced it, and then I'm just like, I wonder if it's available yet. And I went in and I refreshed the page a few times, okay. and it said download Alpha Nail. Um. So I'll have to try it. Out. I'll have to try it again, and we'll probably be able to talk more about it next week and how it plays. Like, let's just keep with the news this week so far. It, it's a it's a very scaled back command and conquer. Well, it's it's an RTS MOBA is essentially the way I'm seeing it, and the way like they kind of played out. It's Clash Royale. <laughs> Honestly, yeah, it's more Clash Royale than anything. It's yeah. It's just I, every couple of maps are different, so like there's different like points you have to guard. Okay. Yeah. And it's basically you need to have more of your players on one of these points than the opposing yeah, team yeah. does for long enough to shoot a miss uh, a yeah. nuke. Fire two nukes at the opponent's base, and their base dies. Um, you can also send, like, troops to just attack the base and slowly wear them down. Oh, okay. But it's honestly easier to just s- keep building troops and occasionally throw a vehicle in there and a turret, um, because everything just reloads, like, on its own timer, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, well, not on its own timer, but everything just reloads on a timer. Um, that, like, I've yet to have an issue of not, of just completely obliterating the AI. Maybe you and- should play people. I've, I've, I don't even know how to get into a multiplayer match. I didn't play that much of it. I played, oh. like, half an hour. Okay. I'm amazed it has a single player. <laughs> well, it's probably not... It's, probably it's all, just, it, play it just all AI, AI matches. So. I'm amazed it yeah, has yeah. AI matches. Um, but it's just... Yeah, it's an art... It's a Command & Conquer, essentially Command & Conquer MOBA. Uh, he straight up explained it. One versus one matches. Um, when I saw this, I'm like, I would really like to see a legit Command & Conquer game, though. That that was kind of my question. Like, I'm I'm not a Command and Conquer fan. Like, I'm not really an RTS guy. Yeah. But like, why not just make a Command and Conquer? People liked those games. They never did bad. They were on every platform. I mean, they. I I hope like if there's enough of an interest in this game, maybe they'll think about doing another one. Dude, they won't but, even make a Skate Four. They're not gonna make a Command and Conquer. Probably. Yeah. yeah true. Like, people have wanted Skate 4 for three years now, and the best that they've done is turned on Skate three servers. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And then the last thing, which was the last about 20 minutes or so of the conference, was Anthem. Which, to me, it's totally Lost Planet. I never uh, played Lost I, Planet. Yeah, I didn't play Lost Planet to really... It, it just it gives, like, it just gives me vibes of Lost Planet. I played both Lost Planet 1 and 2, and it's just, like, it's hard to explain, but, like, you're going, you're, like... In Lost Planet, you inhabit this new planet, um, that's covered, mostly covered in ice that you're trying uh-huh. to, uh, 
uh, what's the word? Like excavate? Not excavate. Like you're trying Explore? to turn. You're trying to terraform. Turn it, terraform. That's it. Trying to terraform it into a planet that humans can habitate. Okay. And there's these giant monsters that right. you're fighting that live on the planet, and it's like you can go between mech suit, like big mech suits, or just a person running around fighting, and it's just you have to hit things in weak points. So like certain gameplay aspects are off, but like just watching these trailers and watching these gameplays, I. I, got, I can I can see where you're drawing okay. comparisons based yeah. on how you just described it. I got like heavy Lost Planet vibes, and I'm not upset at that. Well, you'll probably be upset when this game is Destiny. No, he not won't Lost be. He likes Destiny. That's fair, but well, it's not going to be Lost Planet. It's going to be Destiny. It's not going to be Destiny either. It's Destiny. I think it's going to have a strong like, Destiny vibe. Like, but if I remember correctly, like Lost Planet are uh, is. Almost more akin to Monster Hunter, where it's one big enemy. No, there was like full on. Tr- there was one level where you're on like you're tracking a train and stuff. Like there's okay big like yeah, there were big enemies, but there were like other aspects to the game as well. Okay. It was like okay. that was just on a Cajun thing. But the, so the thing that I'm hoping and I, like I'm okay if it plays like Destiny. Destiny sure, plays it, really if well. It plays like Destiny, yeah. Um, <laughs> but it but won't like, because it's a Bioware game. But Bioware is good at story. Yeah. So if they can do an interesting story in a multiplayer game like this, mm-hmm. which Destiny has not like Destiny no. 2 was better, but like it's still not a good story. Like it's a it's a pretty bad narrative, yeah. but it's it's enough the gameplay in Destiny is good enough that that narrative is enough to actually keep playing. Yeah. Yeah. But like if a if a strong BioWare narrative can come out of this and you get to be fucking Iron Man in the jungle, I'm okay with that. The, the one thing that drove me nuts about their whole display for Anthem is most of the time when they're doing their Q&A, they were showing... Oh, yeah, pre, right. That's how they did this. They were doing, yeah. like, pre-alpha concept yep. art. No, that was... That's, and, that's and, why but, I said there's no way this game and, comes out and in And the, the one thing I wrote on my notes is this game has been being developed for at least four years. Mm. It has been in some form of development since before Mass Effect Andromeda. It, um, well, I'm like, sorry, since... I guess since right after Mass Effect 3 came out, because Corey Hudson was working on that before he... Or yeah. Corey, Casey like, Hudson was working on this before okay. he left Bioware. Right? I remember seeing Anthem at E3, and I haven't watched E3 in four years. Uh, no. No, no you Anthem don't. just got revealed the first time don't. last year. <laughs> no, I, I remember nope. seeing... Nope. You I, are making things up. Nope. I'm telling you right now, you are making things up. It has only been announced for a year. He he is right. Like that's like I'm may- I'm pretty sure nope. I remember hearing about a a, you, a maybe you remember hearing about a rumored game. Like, it has only had a name for a year. It has only been shown for a year. I remember seeing a Destiny clone. Like I and I haven't watched E3 in years because I was always at Firefly. I I absolutely did not watch E3 last year. You right. guys remember that? Yes. Like. And so at least been two years that I've, I remember seeing, and everyone was like, this is a Destiny clone, and it wasn't the, it was mech suits and whatnot and all that. Like, it's, I remember so this. Bioware, Bioware Edmonton teased a game at E3 2014. It was not Anthem yet. It um, wasn't Anthem like, yet, but it was. No, I don't even think, I, I think the E3 2014 was a literally, Bioware Edmonton is working yeah, on a game. That's what I mean. Like, like it was not a like had they no didn't name, had no show footage. a trailer or anything. It was literally just like we're working on something. 
Kind of, kind of the way Respawn just did. Like we're working on a Star Wars game, but like, you can't see it yet. I, re- I, I'm just saying. I remember seeing footage of a. I have a feeling you saw it last year. After, like you saw like something about E3 after it last year, because last year is where they announced it, teased it, whatever you want to call it, um, at the pre-conference, and then it was actually shown at Microsoft's conference. Yes, and that's where we saw like the first like parts of what they showed again this year, and like. Part, it, they basically showed us the person getting into the mech suit and then blasting off and a little bit of gunplay. Yep. That's why like they didn't really show us anything yeah. new new this year. And, and the was... entire time it was just concept art. And I'm like, this game's been being developed for so long, give me more than concept art. And they had some gameplay, which was nice. And the gameplay, to me, looked worth it. Like, decent enough to actually play. Like, I want to feel, feel it before I say whether or not it's going to be good. But, like, like I said, it gives me a strong... Lost Planet vibe to where I'm like, I could probably get behind this game. Especially some of the ideas that they have about the world. Like the storms that could, they could possibly just completely destroy the world. And renew it with the storms that they have going on in that game. Like, it's just some of the concepts are really neat. I just, I hope they do it well. And look, the game will be out Christmas of 2020. Yeah. Um, cause I ju- I honestly, if that game launches February 22nd, 2019, it's going to be an unfinished, broken game the way Mass Effect Andromeda was. Yeah. And Bioware can't have that happen for their a second game in a row. At the flip side, I can see this being a thing that EA says, this game has to come out in this quarter. You have to put this game out. We, we're not, we can't fund this game any longer. Yeah. Like, put it out and fix it after, but it has to come out. We need the money. Yeah, or, I guess yeah. that is possible. like... People love Bioware. Um, I don't know that Bioware's game sales track record lately has been that stellar that they can get well, yeah, away with keep putting all- games off for years and years. Yeah, because I, I feel like Dragon Age Inquisition kind of came out and just kind of like... Like, it got good buzz, but I don't yeah, remember it like, being like... I didn't like it very much. I didn't either. And you don't ever hear anyone talk about it anymore. Nope. No. Um, you hear people talk about Dragon Age, but it's never Inquisition. No. And Andromeda was a fucking disaster for them. Yeah. Um, which, like, apparently it's not, like, if you can play it, it's not that bad. But, it like, there's still a bunch of broken stuff in it that just makes it hard to play. I mean, like, Mass Effect 3 sold well, but also, like, had all sorts of fan backlash for a long time. Like, well, that's, uh, people suck. That's sure. Yeah, but, that's, but, like, it had the backlash where the end, people weren't happy with the end. Oh, no, no, I'm not saying that they're right. The game was good having, though. Uh, yeah. uh, up until the ending, like I, I, like whether you hated the ending or loved it, like the, the game was still fun. It was still an interesting story. Yeah. And but it, it, that's like the last game that sold well for them, and that's fuck what twenty twelve. Okay, well, not quite as long ago as I thought, but yeah, still, well, six years is a long. And time. honestly, I think Andromeda sold well. I um, did it. You know what? Maybe it didn't because I think it, it got so well bad either. word of mouth. What's next on the... Well, that's about... That, that's the end for Anthem? That's about it, but, EA? like, a couple of notes that I have for Anthem, some of the things that they were saying is, like, for the fir- first of all, like, you d- when you pick a suit, you don't have to stick with that suit. So you there's four different suits you can choose from. You can play the game however you want. So if you have a group of friends and you have everybody using heavy suits, you can switch to something else. You're not set in whatever particular suit you started at the beginning of the game. If you're Which, not Storm, you're doing it wrong. It has um, a cape. They they also stressed, and this is why I feel like this conference was an apology for Battlefront. No loot boxes, no pay to win. It's straight up like you get it. Like there's no loot boxes in this game. It's none of the bullshit that you had to deal with with Battlefront. 
Um, it's a high, it's very strong open world, but your social space is single player, which I think is dumb. Whereas like, like in Destiny, if you went out in onto the moon, you played with people on the moon, but if you went back to the hub, there were people there as well. But your social space in, in Anthem is all single player. So it's all the, all the story stuff is single player. More like anti-social space. Exactly. But see, I would rather have it that way. So this way, like, there's actually narrative happening. I th- yeah, I'm but, going. To- I mean, they're trying. They're they're they were trying to stress that like they're weaving in both single and multiplayer, and it's not just going to be a single player game where you play with everybody else, or a multiplayer game with single player story. It's they they want it both to coincide, but your hub space is single player. It just doesn't and, make sense to no, me. No, but it does because look at like Destiny or look at like any MMO. When you go back to like a major city and like turn in quests. And the quest chain makes it sound like you're the only person able to do it, but then there's 30 other people all turning in the same quest around you. Well, yeah. Like, this way, it's like, okay, cool, I'm out in the world doing cool shit, and there's other cool people in in robot suits fighting with me, but then when I go back to talk to this person that needed help, like, I'm the person, I'm the only person around that helped them. There's not, you know, eight other people in robot suits turning in the same quest. Yeah. Like, it, it helps to have that immersive gameplay. Which is what Bioware is going for. They they want you to feel immersed in the world. They don't want you to have it feel like you're just another person in a robot. Yeah. Um, um, so that's all I had for for EA. Do you have anything to add about EA, Drew? No. It, it was incre- It was the worst show of EA the- and 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 Square, which we'll get to later, was also super disappointing. Yeah. Um. But EA definitely ranks at the bottom, and they always do. Like EA is always a disappointing show. Mm-hmm. Um. But I guess uh, we'll move on to Microsoft. They were the Microsoft next one on the Sunday one? afternoon. Yeah. Well, Eastern time, they were afternoon. I think they were morning-ish. Yeah. No, no, no. I guess it, too? Was, it was like four, so I think it was one no, o'clock no, 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 no. Um, Pacific. Yeah. So Microsoft was toting that they had 50 games uh-huh. to show, 18 exclusives, 15 premieres, world premieres. Right. Yes. So before we like start running through the games, I counted. Okay. They ha- So they did the same thing like last year where there was that... Um, ID at Xbox montage. Right. There were about 20 games in there. <laughs> okay. I took notes on 30 games. So, like, y- there were 50, but there were only about 30 that were actually yeah. shown shown and talked yeah. about outside of the montage. Um, yeah. I, I marked down everything as I went, whether it was listed as an exclusive or a world premiere, but I didn't go back and count those. Okay. Um, but I guess the, the first thing that they showed off the top was Halo, the trailer for Halo Infinite. Right? Yeah. Which looks... Looks old. Um, like it does not look like a new Halo. Like I don't know how to how to say that better. Like I don't think it's going to be like a proper Halo the way like it's not going to be Halo uh, six, six or like a new ODST or Reach. I mean your Master Chief. Um the Master Chief was there, like they showed the helmet, but like I don't know, it just it, it looked like a lower res and it could just be because it's super early maybe. Um, uh, or the new engine. The um the world also looked similar to Halo One. Like it gave me a very Halo One vibe. Okay. I I mean that's the thing is the the Halo and Halo One is destroyed. Yeah, the, yeah, no, like I know. The that. Wor- so it, unless they like, I got to me when I was watching it, I was like, um, when I was watching, it, I was like, okay, cool, a new Halo. This is gonna be great. And to me, it seems like they were on a completely new world. Oh yeah, yeah, it probably the, is, I, but I was just saying, I I just meant that the what they were showing you of the environment very reminiscent to Halo One's environment. Yeah, and okay. Yeah. I mean, they they might be trying for that. 
but like I believe they like they had uh, Halo One was it's a shock that it revolutionized games because it was straight up you go forward and backwards it was the same environments two ways. But well, that, that wasn't what was yeah. revolutionary about it. It, it revolutionized console, console shooters. First person shooters. Yeah, yeah. Console shooters were broken and did not work before Halo. Yeah. Halo was the game that got them to actually work and not be a joke. Yeah. Yeah. But I just I I'm excited for it. I haven't gotten to play the last one that came out, Halo five, right? But I can lend it to you, I own it. Okay, I'll take. I mean, I, I'll absolutely play it. I do want to play it. I really wanted to. Um, no, before I lend it to you, though, how about you turn on your Xbox, make sure it works, update your controllers. Like, <laughs> I have to do you, that. That's first. probably about a week before you can actually play the game. Yeah, so. uh, I used to have an, uh, a house rule of turn on every console at least once every two weeks just to update. I haven't touched that thing in since I played it <laughs> in like, 2014. Yeah. Um. But uh. Yeah. I on it, like I said, I just don't think this is going to be a proper Halo game. Not that it's going to be bad. I just think it's going to be some sort of um, like side story, like spinoff game. That would maybe be- a battle royale because <laughs> it's infinite. Hey, I fuck. Oh man, one hundred Master Chiefs drop onto an island. It could be. Like you're not wrong. Like who knows? It's not no, one hundred Master Chiefs battle royale. It's, it's not one hundred Master Chiefs. Year. It's not one hundred Master Chiefs. One hundred Spartans. No, they're all Master 300 Chief. Spartans. They, they up it. Fuck. Yeah, fuck you. <laughs> fuck you for that joke. <laughs> Apparently, I, I, I heard somebody mention, um, it was, um, on the Giant Bomb, uh, night show. Uh huh. Um, that, and I, I couldn't tell if they were joking or not, because they seemed dead serious, that they saw a game on the show floor that was Battle Royale with a thousand people, and they literally couldn't figure out who thought that was a good idea. <laughs> And like somebody else no. on the couch really goes, well, it's ten times a hundred, so it's ten times better. <laughs> yep, that's, oh, that's how that works. I mean, you know what? It might actually uh, a thousand people. You might go through games just as fast as a hundred people because if the maps are small. But think like, think about the the processing. Uh, oh God, no, in, yeah. Unless they're picks like fucking sprite characters. Yeah, and even then, like sprite characters that don't have any articulation, like a thousand independent moving pieces in a game. That fuck, yeah, that'll be ridiculous. <laughs> um, after so after Halo Infinite, um, first exclusive game they showed Ori and the Will of the Wisps. Okay, that's what it was. Um, I I wrote Ori and I didn't get the subtitle because the stream took focus uh, off yeah, the screen. Yeah. So <laughs> a lot of streams were doing that. There was another game that did it. Uh, Beyond Good and Evil at Ubisoft. Yeah, the entire gameplay was... trailer during the conference was shown at from with the camera backed up. I didn't watch Ubisoft's conference. Oh, hey, I didn't what? realize they had a conference. The, they, the entire Beyond Good and Evil. They were probably stream. the second best one too. Yeah. Uh, as far as like content, um, man, nah, maybe third best. Look, we had they were third we had or fourth. <laughs> we had sex. We had sexual harassment uh, training today at work, so I just wasn't able to research and make sure I had all the. Um, all the conference is done. But yeah, so it was Ori and the Will of the Wisps. The first mm-hmm. Ori was amazing. Yeah, I this still one want looks, to play that. This one looks just as good. Um, actually, it looks better. It, mm-hmm. it looks adorable. Um, yeah. That owl is going to break everyone's fucking uh, heart. Probably. Yeah. Because um, you know that owl, it's going to fucking die at some point, and it's going to be goddamn devastating. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it looks like it, it, it factors into the gameplay for at least parts of the game. Um, and from what I've heard since this, like, just from other, like, E3 reveals and stuff, um, they are expanding the game a whole bunch. Like, there's going to be NPCs to talk to, 
Um, sounds like Ori might have some sort of like weapons, like a sword or something like that. Yeah. That use at certain points. So okay. Um, because the first one was just a, a a challenging platformer. Right. And this one looks like it's it's definitely going bigger and in a very good way. And I'm okay, super yeah. excited for that. The first one also had really good music, so I hope this one does too. Mm-hmm. 2019, it's yep out for. Yeah. Um. And then we got the the new from so- software game that was teased at um game awards with just the random oh, like right, right. I think it was like a Saul and like a skeleton or something like that was teased in the trailer. Yeah. Um. It's Sekiro Shadows Die Twice. Yeah. Um, it, it looks really cool. It's like an action adventure type game. I think. Um, uh, it's probably Ninja Dark Souls. Yeah. So it, it or it, Samurai Dark Souls. It gave whatever me it was, a whatever it was. Dark Souls meets Ninja Gaiden vibe. Yeah. So it 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 looked and the gameplay that they were showing just it reminded me of like Xbox Ninja Gaiden, like that. This <laughs> game yeah. is fucking brutally hard, which is exactly what all the From Software games are. So it yep. it fits. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I agree. It'll probably be right in the in the the souls genre of stuff, which yeah, I, you've played at least Bloodborne. I played all Bloodborne, the way through, right? Yeah. Have you? I didn't finish Bloodborne, but I played a decent amount of it. I I killed every every boss in Bloodborne. Do you think you guys would pick that that up? Yeah, it, it looks like because Bloodborne to me was like a, a that. It was like kind of slower combat based, yep. where this one looks a lot more like fast paced combat, nonstop. Yeah, because it does going. look a little more samurai ninja combat. Than yeah, me. I mean maybe like I the only one one of those I've tried is Bloodborne, so I can't really say. I tried Dark Souls three, and at least the the little bit that I tried of it, it was also very kind of like slow and methodical yeah. combat. Mm-hmm. So like something that's faster combat, it would be cool just as a change things up a little bit mm-hmm. yeah um and then that was a world premiere and then it jumped to uh they had todd howard come on out and right. ask everybody to come to bethesda that yeah. night yeah and then they showed um fallout 4 is going to be or is already on game pass right so if you have xbox game pass you can play fallout 4 yeah um if available then um and then they showed i think it wasn't like a brand new brand new trailer for fallout 76 but it was like a recut version of the trailer they did show mm-hmm. it was like uh, it added yeah. some scenes but it was also it was the trailer that they showed at their conference for fallout 76 not I, the original trailer that we saw i think it was a recut ago. of the original though like it had some of that in there and it's st- it, and it still played the john denver song yeah that's why like i don't think it was a brand new brand new trailer but it, it just included new mm-hmm. scenes yeah um and it's, I believe they said it's four times bigger than Fallout 4. Yeah. Did they say that there? Yeah, or yeah they, said, they said it there, and then okay. they, they reiterated it at Bethesda that night. Yeah. Um, and as you were telling us last week with lore-wise, it is a prequel to all of them. Yeah, prequel takes place 20 years after the Fallout. Um, but we'll talk about that actually at yeah. Bethesda in like 20 minutes. Um, the next one was another world premiere. Um, the Awesome Adventure of Captain Spirit. Okay. Which is right. the Don't Nod game we were talking about. During yep. the countdown to E3. Um, so this is going to take place in the Life is Strange universe, apparently. Mm-hmm. Um, it looks like it's just, it's just a single episode game. Like, it's not going to have, like, five parts or anything like that. It all comes out on 26th of June, and apparently it's going to be entirely free. Yeah, yep. that's what they kept saying, both um, at Squares and at this one. They said it was free. And I think they were at 
Sony as well? I can't remember. I think they, I, they showed it during one of like those like quick little montages at Sony. Oh, yeah, because Sony was like, hey, we did these countdown, and this was one of them. Yeah, but um, the other thing about it that they talked about, and I don't remember if it was at, if it was at Square, if it was separate from everything, that choices and stuff that you make in this is going to have an impact in Life is Strange 2. I think that was during the Square thing. I think that was Square, um, yeah. I, I, I will 100% admit... I didn't pay attention to these at all. So. Cause I haven't played those games and I'm kinda just, not that I'm not interested, I'm just like, I'm just not really all that. Honestly, into I it. think you would love the Life is Strange games. Like, I think you would cry and, but like in a good way. Yeah. Like, it, you should, you should 100% spend the $20 and get, excuse me, the first like, the first season of Life is Strange. Yeah. And play through that and if you hate it, then obviously you're done. You don't have to ever touch it again. Which it was PS Plus a month or two ago. You might have yeah. gotten it for free. Um, if you remember to download games that month. Cause I know you forget sometimes. I might have. I can't um, remember. but yeah, it was free on PlayStation Plus. So you might already have it. Um, play through the, play through the first season and actually do the full season. Don't just play an episode and be like, this is stupid because like episode, well, yeah. episode three is fucking crazy. And depending on how you play it, it is either uplifting or fucking heartbreakingly tragic. Yeah. Um, and then if you really like that, go play Before the Storm. Um, but yeah, the, so the the Adventures of Captain Spirit, you play as like a 10-year-old boy in a different part of... He's in Oregon, and I believe Life is Strange is in Maine? No, 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 not Maine. Washington. Okay. It's all Pacific Northwest. Gotcha. So it is two years... It was either two years before or two years after Life is Strange. Um, this was all stuff like like I've, I've heard after the conference. Sure, um, okay. But... I have a feeling that Life is Strange 2 is probably going to be that kid again, just a few years older. So, like, he's 10 now. Maybe it'll be him in high school. Okay. And a bunch of stuff that you did as a kid will somehow play into that would make sense. your high school life. Yeah. Um, and that that could actually be really cool. Yeah. Kind of. They did it a little bit with Life is Strange, um, but in reverse, where, you know, if you played Before the Storm, you were playing Chloe a few years prior to the first game. Right. And then if you got the deluxe edition of Before the Storm, you actually got to play the last day that Max lived in Arcadia Bay. Okay. While they were both, like, 12-year-olds or 13-year-olds. And, you know, they got to do, like, that, like, weird thing where, like, they're still young enough to, like, have imaginations and, like, mm-hmm. play games. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And that's what this whole game looks like. It's going to be him playing with his imagination. Yeah. Which well, just, like, that's a neat concept. And, like, because it's free, I'm more interested in trying it. But I, like, I'm like, that's, that's kind of cool. Like, he's super imaginative. So he's going to, you're going to go on space adventures with this little kid and he's just in his backyard. Um, yeah. Anyway, uh, the next one was another exclusive. It's Terry Crews in Crackdown 3. So that was Terry Crews. Yep. Yeah. Okay. I was, cause like I heard, I was like, is that Terry Crews? All right. That's about all I have interest in Crackdown 3. So you guys can go ahead and talk about it. Yeah. No, I mean, I, I have I no interest either. in Crackdown 3 either, except that it's got Terry Crews and that yeah. guy makes everything better. Yeah. 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 Um, but, uh, who knows if that game will ever come out. Yeah. It, it got delayed again. Yeah. I think it's on February 22nd now too, maybe. Yeah. Um, but so, I mean, that was a thing. They showed stuff. It honestly doesn't look that good. I, yeah. And I, I think, I know that's the aesthetic of the games, but nothing about it looks appealing to me. No. Um, Nier is coming to Xbox. Yeah. Nier Automata. With, um, Xbox only people. Yeah. To play that. With all the DLC. So it's like a definitive edition. And it's, it's like in two weeks. It's on the 26th. Yeah. Um, then they, they showed a tra- another trailer for Mexo- Metro Exodus. Which, I am I played the first few Metros, and I enjoyed them. They were fun. I th- 
I'm kind of lost as to the story because I thought Artyom probably in my game died and you're playing as Artyom in Exodus. So, like, I can't quite, like, the stories are so weird and it's still one of those games that, like, depending on your choices just at the end for the most part or just your choices throughout the game, like, there's an invisible karma rating essentially and depending on your choices you either get good or bad and I thought he died I can't remember so I'm gonna have to wiki it to remember now uh but the games were good they're very dark and gritty which is like neat mm-hmm. and it has like some interesting mechanics to it um I might try it out again I might get it now does anyone want to take a guess what the release date is February 22nd bingo <laughs> was it actually listed as very okay yeah that's <laughs> um, fucking ridiculous so after that, which that, that game does look neat still. I, I've never played any of them, so I probably won't play this one. But They were... F- oh, no, they, they I think were one free. of them, or was it both of them that were free, or one of them? Um, If you got... I think one I think, was free on PS3, and one was free on PS4 at one point, or but something like that. they also have, like, a remastered uh, edition yeah. for the two. Yeah, yeah, my yeah, buddy let me borrow that. That's how I was able to play it. Um. Anyway, uh, the next up was Kingdom Hearts, which is on Xbox for the first time ever, Kingdom Hearts 3. And I'm going to say this, every time we talk about Kingdom Hearts, I can't stand Sora's voice right now. Yeah, no, I mean, Sora never had a great voice. But it is worse now. Haley um, Joe Osment just really lost all his ability to actually... I don't think that's Haley Joe Osment I, anymore. I, I can't be... It I go- could not be Haley Joe Osment anymore. I googled uh, Kingdom Hearts 3 cast and it said Haley Joe Osment. I don't know that they actually know any of that yet, though. Cause we, I mean, we just got the release date, like, last week. Or was it this week? I don't even remember. It's uh, Anyway... Kingdom Hearts 3, January 29th, 2019. You get a month to play Kingdom Hearts before every other game this generation comes out. You know what? And that's fine. That, that's actually bad because I still need to replay through Kingdom Hearts 1 and 2 and all 75 other friggin' editions. So well, if you buy it on PS4, yeah, yeah. I got some good news for you. Yeah. So at the Squaresoft um, video, they announced that there is going to be a, a version of the game where if you purchase it, you will also get the 1.5, 2.5 HD remixes and the 2.8 interlude HD remix, deluxe, whatever the fuck it was yeah. called. Um, which is, so it's Kingdom Hearts 1 and 2, Kingdom Hearts, um, Dream Drop Distance, uh, Birth by Sleep, and I want to say Chain of Memories. And then it's like the, um, the cutscenes for 365 by two days and another one. Yeah. I might have gotten Chain of Memories and the 365 by two days swapped, but it's still, you basically will get all of the games and story that matter, um, plus some. Yeah, because I'm watching these. I'm just so lost. It's, it is only a hundred dollars, which isn't actually that bad. Like, no, no, it, it's for, a lot of money, but for I, all that content, that's not that. So, bad So, Kingdom Hearts three is going to be sixty. Yeah, and then um, normal priced one point five, two point five HD remix is still twenty nine ninety nine, I think, or thirty nine. It might be forty, and then um, the two point eight one is usually still sixty, from what I see. So you're actually getting a huge discount buying yeah. it that way, and if you pr- if you pre-order Kingdom Hearts three that edition on the PlayStation, you can only do it digitally through PlayStation. Yeah. Um. If you pre-order it, you get access to all of that stuff now. You don't have to wait until Kingdom Hearts three comes out. And when you pre-order, do they take the money out of your account right away? Unfortunately, like Damn. Sony's one of the pre-orders where like you actually pre-order the whole thing up front. Yeah. Um. But yeah, you would pre-order it now, and you would get you know, 250 hours worth of game. Yeah. So, like, and that's before the act, the next 80 hours comes out in January. Yeah. Um. But, so, here's my big complaint about the Kingdom Hearts trailer. So, at at Microsoft and Square, they showed basically the same trailer with Frozen. Uh-huh. Yeah. 
and you know, like stuff happens, and you see Sora using ice magic. He has used ice magic in other games, also. When he sees Elsa control ice, he is absolutely blown away and says something along the lines of like, "Whoa, you can control ice magic." He's been controlling ice magic since I, 2002. I, that's different. That like gameplay-wise, he's been controlling ice magic since 2002. But story-wise, has he actually been using ice? But yeah, that, yes, yes. Like, like magic is also, part of what he like, does. Donald has been using magic the whole time too. Donald's a fucking mage. I, I also think, like I feel like I didn't like, catch that. Like the context I, I took, it wasn't the context I took it when he said it wasn't like, "Whoa, you can control ice." That's amazing. It's you can control ice. No, it's no, like, it control. was definitely the his mind was blown. I didn't, I didn't hear it. The, also, I've watched, I watched the trailer. It, I've, I've seen five freaking times. Yeah, so. I've seen that trailer three times, and I wasn't the so I saw that and. Like on the first trailer, and I, I don't have it written down here. I, t- I had it written down someplace else. And then I saw three other people tweet it as I was scrolling through Twitter. I'm like, okay, cool. I'm not the only person that heard that. Um, but yeah, otherwise it looks like Kingdom Hearts. Um, this, honestly, like when we get to PlayStation, their trailer was way better. The PlayStation trailer looked, made the game look way more fun than Microsoft did. Cause I don't care about Frozen or Monsters Inc. to be all that. Like, I think Monsters Inc. is awesome. I think, Sora, Donald, and Goofy in Monsters, Inc. look fucking horrendous, <laughs> and I don't want to play it. So it is Haley Joel Osment, apparently. Wow. Good Told for you. him to be 32 years old and have a voice that sounds like he's 11 still. It's voice acting. You can change your voice. Yeah, but he's not a voice put... actor. Yeah. I mean, he he's not really an actor anymore, either. Hey, he has been in Silicon Valley and um, Always Sunny in the last few years. He was actually in most, not this past season that just aired, but he was in most of the previous season of Silicon Valley. Oh. Yeah. You you could barely recognize him. <laughs> yeah, no, when he, I saw he pictures... He looks like of, you a little bit. When I saw pictures, I was like, holy crap, that's Haley Joel Osment, what? Like, I, honestly, like, now that I'm, like, he has less of a beard, but he looks a little bit like you. And that that's not, like, a, a, a crack or anything. No, so, I, I'm not taking it as Um, so... After after Kingdom Hearts, they showed um, there's going to be some more Sea of Thieves content. Yeah, uh, what is it? Two DLC contents? I thought it was three. I, th- they did another one of those things where they pulled the camera back and I couldn't read all the subtitles. I, I saw two. I thought I saw two. So You might be right. but I do think it was only two. So it might have been the Sea of Thieves logo and then the two subtitles yeah, and then the two things. Yeah. But because yeah. they pulled the camera so far back from the screen, yeah. I couldn't fucking read it. Um, that's neat. Um, I guess none of us play Sea of Thieves, so we don't really have anything to add to it. Yeah. Um, and then there was Battlefield I, 5. I want Sea of Thieves to be good, but it's just not. The I mean, joke Giant Bob made during that, the stream of that was accurate. What did they say? I don't uh, remember. Jeff, uh, so the guy hands over the red, like, crystal ball or whatever to the woman, and she starts to say, like, she sees something in it or whatever, and Jeff goes, oh, it's like they put a video game inside this video game. <laughs> we should have thought of this years ago. And it was like, yeah, that's kind of my how I felt about Sea of Thieves. I forget. It might have been during Nintendo. Vinny had a, had one of those moments where, like, I I I laughed substantially. Yeah. Um. But Battlefield Five. I, they just showed Battlefield Five. Mm-hmm. It was the second time we'd seen it. Yeah. Um. And then Forza Horizon Four, which is <laughs> w- was an exclusive and a world premiere. Ooh. <laughs> Real quick, Battlefield Five. Uh-huh. It's another time where they panned out on screen really terribly because I wrote words on screen. Shitty cameraman. 
Because like you can't read anything. Yeah. Well, the, the shitty production. Yeah, yeah shitty the production, not the cameraman. Is, they go yeah. back later and they release all of these trailers online, like yeah. just as the trailer. Yeah, but like they try to have this like cool production for like the conference, and it just makes it harder for people watching it at home. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but like, who, yeah, who does that production help yeah, at yeah. all? Exactly, like, it doesn't help anybody. What are you doing? Um. But Forza Horizon 4 looks... Oh, do you have something else about Battlefield? <laughs> no, 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 no. It's because we were getting back into Forza. So. Um, it looks good. Like, the yeah. Forza games always look real yep. pretty. Um, yeah. the FPS like, on Xbox One X. Yeah, th- it's going to be set in Britain. Yep. Yeah. Where... The seasons matter. Yeah, So, everybody. the seasons matter, but it's in Britain, where all it does is rain. <laughs> <laughs> Which, um... I was watching GameSpot's streams for, like, the initial things okay. for a lot of this. And... I want to say it was it was after their stream when they got to the post show. Um, one of the one of the four people that were talking about it, she was from England, and she literally said, "She's like, I don't get it. Like, all it does is rain there. We don't have these seasons." Yeah, uh, it it looks great. Like, there's like shared open world. They were saying you can like you can race a ton of different things in that game. Like, there's off road. So, there's Forza Horizon Three was the same way. Yeah. Um. It sounds like the big difference, other than the se- the dynamic seasons, which actually change the game in, in big ways. Like, um, during winter, lakes freeze over and open up new yeah. areas and stuff like that. Um, in the previous one, there were ca- other cars, but so like I, I played for the Horizon Three, and one of the races I was racing you. Yeah. Even though you never played that game and you hadn't turned your Xbox on in a decade, this was Forza two years ago. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. no. Um, <laughs> I did play a Forza Horizon, but it wasn't three. But so, like, because it did that whole Dravatar thing where, or Drivatar, yeah. where, like, if you have an Xbox account, you're basically potentially a driver for your friends. Um, this one is actually going to be an open, shared world where, like, other live people will be racing, too, which is neat. Um, did you have anything else about it? Uh, they mentioned, like, world events, which I don't know if that was, oh, like, three. right, like, blimps, not yeah, that like, I remember, like, the blimps will signify, like, a different, like, world event race yeah. thing. Oh, and it's or... essentially, I don't think it's a race against people more so, it's just, like, a race, like, a go to this track, get to this point at whatever amount of time, and the more people that complete it, the more rewards the yeah. the people <laughs> that were doing it, like, get. And I was like, that's really cool, because, like, the end of, like, their world event that they showed, they were, like, jumping off pretty much a mountain which all these cars should have exploded once they landed but they didn't because it's a video game um and it, i mean it's going to be out in october yeah. yeah so october 2nd and it's going to be same day game pass yeah so like it, that's one of those games where like i would pay ten dollars for a month to play forza horizon because it's not a game that i necessarily am going to dump a hundred hours into mm-hmm but, you know, I'd play it, you know, off and on for a month for 10 bucks. Yeah. Just because, like, those games always look pretty and they drive really well. And, like, every once in a while I get, like... The urge to play a driving game. Yeah, but yeah. It, it's, like... But not a serious one. Yeah, like, it's those kinds. Yeah. Like, like Need for Speed, back before Need for Speed sucked, or... um Burnout. Yeah, Burnouts, or, like, the Forza Horizon games. Like, I don't want to yeah, play mo- motor- Motorsport. I don't want to play um Gran Turismo. I don't mm-hmm. want to race a track. Same. Like, well, yeah. Yeah. The only, like I don't mind track racing. It's the like car porn that the yeah motorsport and Gran Turismo get into that I could just not but care to buy. I have with. less fun driving around in a circle on a track. That's too. fair. That's fair. Yeah. It's just because I'm bad at it anyway. If I'm driving, I want to be driving around cool yeah. fucking scenery. I, I've always loved racing games. I just it sucks that GT was so bad this year. I would have gotten that. Um, but it's I want I want a good racing game, and I, Forza's are always really good. I just. 
I need, I need, like, there is an urge I have to play a racing game, and I haven't been able to. Yeah, Her- Horizon 3 is probably cheaper now, and it's gorgeous. It's, it's Australia. Yeah. And there's all the different terrain in Australia you can drive around, and it really is an amazing yeah. game. There's but- also a Hot Wheels DLC. Like, you drive on Hot Wheels tracks with real cars. It's fucking weird. Um, yeah. So, after that, um, Phil Spencer came back out. Uh huh. Um, I like that guy. Yeah, <laughs> he seems I do like too. a cool guy. Yeah. Um, but he announced a bunch of studios that they he, have either started or acquired. Yeah, five separate studios. I think it, that was all acquisitions. Um, no, one of them sounded the initiative. The initiative was brand new that they started. The other okay. four were Which, acquisitions. Okay. The right, initiative right, right. No, is right. based in Santa Monica. Right. Yeah. So that's a good place for first party studios, apparently. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then they got Undead Labs. Surprisingly, they're just now buying Playground Games. Yeah. I, I assumed they already owned them because. They make they make all the Horizon games for them. Yeah. Um. But apparently the Horizon. Oh, do they only do Horizon? Yes. I thought I thought they had two teams. One of them did Horizon, the other did Motorsports. No, Motorsports a different. Okay. That's turn ten. Okay. I know so little about Motorsport because it it does nothing for me. That I'm gonna look it up, but it is definitely a different studio. But yeah, so they they now have Playground Games, and apparently they are going to start working on a new open world series that's not a car game. Which is cool because they they make a real cool open world for cars. I'm curious to see what they can do for Fable. (laughs) (laughs) I I wasn't going to go there, but yeah, for Fable. They didn't say it, but everyone else has. Um, Because Fable Fable was not announced. It is turn 10 that does. Now, the fucking crazy one, Ninja Theory. Yeah. Microsoft now owns Ninja Theory. Yeah. Um, and then they also have Compulsion Games, which are the, they're doing, um, We Happy Few. Right. Which is apparently finally gonna actually release mm-hmm. out of early access and has some significant changes. Yeah. Cause that was actually the next thing they showed, which is an exclusive. Um, Rich, did you try We Happy Few like N- two years ago? No, I, I, I honestly thought it was already out. Well, it, it's out in early access. Okay. Um, like you can pay forty bucks to play early access version of it. Yeah. Um, it, it ended up being so that was the game in case you guys don't remember that had the really fucking wacky trailer two yep. years ago. Yeah, and that, I, it's a game that like I really wanted to get too. Yeah, and then it turned out to just be a survival game. Yeah, yeah. or at least that's what early access was, and it wasn't great. Like, because once you get out of like the weird society thing, you're just in like. This desolate area where everyone's kind of mentally fucked because of the happy juice they've been on. Yeah. But, like, none of them are quite on the happy juice anymore. And it, I had zero fun with it. Um, yeah. and it, like the demo that I, the, the demo that they released for it was, I think you had like 60 minutes or 120 minutes or something like that to play. Yeah. But apparently they've made a bunch of changes to it. So it's going to yeah. be a different game when it actually officially launches. I'm curious to see some actual coverage of it to see what it, turned into that game is not exclusive that is coming to ps4 are you sure yes because gearbox is publishing that uh, yeah i don't think they said exclusive on that one i wrote exclusive so i just googled it but yeah gear gearbox is publishing that game not microsoft you are correct maybe i just assumed it was exclusive because Because they had bought them but yeah but if you go back and watch the trailer there's a gearbox logo like it says gearbox publishing no i just looked it up too um and then PUBG. Oh, right. The uh, island map, the small yeah. map is coming to the Xbox version. And then they're also getting a jungle and a winter map? Well, that's like? that's the jungle map. It's the small map. Oh, okay. Uh, and then, yeah, they teased the winter map. 
for winter 2018. Yep. And they're doing like a war mode or something? Uh, that's a thing that already exists. Oh, okay. It's basically anything Deathmatch. that anything that they get in the Xbox version is something that's probably already been in the PC version or will have been released to the PC version before it comes out on Xbox. So I believe the winner map is in like the beta servers or something like that. Probably. Um but so um Player Unknown Battleground did have the exclusive tag before it too. So it makes me wonder uh, if cuz it, it's console exclusive. Did it say console exclusive or console launch? So that's the thing. They they weren't putting launch exclusive in front of everything, no, but I, some of the stuff was launch exclusive. Was, but I did see at least something, I forget what it was, that said console launch exclusive. But they have also not talked about that going to PS4 at all. Yes, they have. No, I mean like in the last year. Yes, they have. When? Sometime this year. They've said, yeah, we're still looking, or we're still looking into it. I don't remember seeing that at all. Yeah, because it seemed like they just kind of gave up on PS4, especially because like they are not nearly as popular as they were eight months ago. No, I'm like almost Fortnite. positive. Player unknown himself has mentioned that like they're still looking at PS4. I mean, looking at and actually officially being able to go there are two different things. Well, the I'm certain there's only so much he's legally allowed to say with whatever timed exclusivity deal he they have signed with Microsoft. Yeah, like, that's the thing. I have a feeling that they have enough of an exclusivity deal that Microsoft is going to keep throwing exclusive in front of it until that deal runs out. Yeah. Because, like, they're not lying. No. Like, it's exclusive until their contract runs out. Um, There's going to be a Tales of Vesperia Definitive Edition coming in the winter. Yeah. I never played any of the Tales games, but they always looked neat. There are all kinds of anime. Yeah, I've always liked them. I've never beaten one, but I've always liked playing them. Uh, it's just, I, I, I want to get into all of them and play them all again, but this one looks, looks neat. I never got to play, play the original before the definitive, so. Um, after that was Division 2. Yeah, which also looks cool. Like, yeah, I actually really liked the first Division, and I didn't play with other people at all. Um, but actually, even Erica was, was home while I was watching this, and she thought that, I, I think the division was shown during the Ubisoft one too, and when she saw it at the Ubisoft one, she's actually like, "That actually looks neat. I would play that." Um, just like it, it is a really cool concept. Yeah, it's it's a cool concept, and now that it's in DC, it's I didn't know that it was only like the first one was only like a couple months after the outbreak, like initially after it was the like outbreak. weeks after the outbreak. Yeah, I didn't know. That, like, I never played the original. Oh yeah, like it's crazy. Um, but and this one's like just in the spring after the outbreak, which so, is a neat. It's, it's summertime. It's six months uh, later. All right, I thought they said spring, but... No, so it's um the first one... So the, the outbreak happened on Black Friday, and the first one is, like, around in, like, December. Um, This one is six months later in the middle of the summer. Um, The first one was in New York City. This one's in Washington, D.C. Um, So the one thing that they, they did really well in the first one was making New York City. Yeah. Like, when you're walking around... The, like, everything was condensed because they obviously couldn't do it to scale. Yeah. But... If you were at all familiar with New York, like, you could walk to places and know where you were. Yeah. Like, I could walk from Penn Station and walk around and know exactly where I was on the map mm-hmm. because it, it it was actually properly done New York. Yeah. And, like, Penn Station looked like fucking Penn Station. Yeah. Um, I'm hoping D.C. is similar and you get to go have, like, you know, battle terrorists at the Wa- at the Lincoln Memorial or the Washington Monument and stuff because that oh, just seems sure. like be fucking cool. The end of the the end of the trailer and the gameplay trailer, they were like, "Let's go take back the Capitol." And yeah, they were rushing the Capitol. They were rushing the Capitol building. That was so scripted, though. It was terrible. Oh, I hated it. Yeah. So here's the thing: I will say, 
I am glad at least that those that like scripted demo was not a bunch of people trying to act like they were really doing the shit like they've done in the past. Yeah. So I don't know if you guys remember like the the first couple of division stuff for division one, where everyone's like, "All right, can we get like a sit rep on what's going on?" Like, I don't, I felt it was a lot like that. No, they were talking like normal people though. They're like, "Oh yeah," they were talking like they were playing a fucking game. They weren't talking like they were actually soldiers. Oh, okay. All right. Like, that was the difference. Like, in, in the Division 1, when they were showing the trailers for it, it was people, like, talking about, like, military... Like, they were using military terminology in, the, in that. In okay, those. yeah. This one was like, yeah, you know, I need to level up. And it's like, hey, can somebody help me? I'm stuck over here. Okay. Yeah. Right, right, okay, like, okay, it was still okay. more talking than you ever get playing those games. Yeah. At least talk about, like, gameplay like uh-huh. that. But it felt more natural than them trying to act like they were actually a bunch of, like, covert soldiers. Um... That game comes out in March, March 15th, so... Yep. Hey, you get, like, two weeks <laughs> to play everything else Yeah. before um, you play that. And there is going to be a beta for it, too. Yeah. I, I didn't get any of the beta information, but I do want to... Um, after that, they just came out and they talked about Game Pass for a little bit. Um, there's, they're doing, like, a fast start technology Which, thing. Yeah, um, I don't know what that... So, they, they did not do a good job explaining it. No. It's basically, you know how if you're downloading a game at a certain point, you can launch it before it's fully downloaded? Yes. Um, I don't think PlayStation does that at all, do they? They do. Do they? The Xbox does not. So, the Xbox does something different right now, but they're going, the, the, the fast start is going to be a smarter version of that. Okay. That is, I guess, going to learn what you do in games and base that on what it downloads first. Okay. So that you can start playing quicker. Yeah. Um, that, that bit is going to start in June with the June update. Excuse <laughs> me. Thank you. Um, and then they announced that, uh, Elder Scrolls Online, Division 1, and Fallout 4 are all on Game Pass as of Sunday. Mm-hmm. Um, and Shadow, or, oh no, I'm sorry. Um, they also announced that, like, Master Chief Collection and something else were coming to it soon. Yeah. I forget what the other thing was, but I know Master Chief Collection was one of them. Um, and then they went to Shadow of the Tomb Raider. Okay. Which I know they showed more of that at U- at um Square, so right. I'm just going to skip over that so we yeah, can well, move on. Anything that they showed at their own conference, we'll yeah. talk about there. Um, not Skate 4 was shown next. Yeah. yeah. Um, Session. Session. Right. Session, yeah. Which looks as close to like a skate game as you're ever going to get, and it actually looks pretty cool. Yeah. yeah. Like, I am all for a new skating game that's not Tony Hawk 5. Yeah. Uh, then there, there was an MMO. Black Desert. Oh, right. I, it, was it Black Desert or Dark Desert? I Black, can't remember. Black, Black Desert. Desert. Okay. Um, is that what that was? An MMO? Yeah. Because yeah. at the end it says this is an MMORPG. Oh, I, I missed that. Then. Yeah, it's been out on PC for I, a while. Like, it has an incredibly detailed character creator. Okay. That's like its thing. And like, it's a shame. Like, it actually looked pretty cool Um, until they said it's an MMO. I'm like, oh, fuck this. Never I, mind. I wrote that I was just intrigued in general because I didn't really know anything about it. Yeah, the, the the MMO is what turned me off. It comes out in the fall though. Yeah. So, kind of like like a little bit of a tangent. Um, on on the the first night of the giant bomb stuff, they had um somebody up there that used to work customer service. Oh, geez. For one of these like low end, not wow MMOs. Okay. And it was a free to play. Okay. And Even I guess when, when people called them, they had access to their accounts. Where the first thing that would do would show how much money they've spent. Oh no. <laughs> and he said that. He, the highest he ever saw was somebody spent over a hundred thousand dollars on this game, and his exact words were, "It was not a very good game." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, because they're, they're talking about loot boxes and stuff like yeah, that, and yeah. 
how um they had read somewhere that somebody had said that any game that does loot boxes should just always have a thousand dollar loot box because somebody's somebody going to buy it. it. Oh yeah, and then like everyone on there was like, and these are all game devs that work in games that have microtransactions, and like the one guy was just like, "Can I go fight them right now? Like, what the fuck is wrong with them?" Like, yeah, that's great. There's somebody out there that will buy it because they want to play the game, but there's also the person with the impulse control issues that shouldn't buy it. Yeah. And there's a kid who's inevitably going to mistakenly buy it and be grounded for a year. Yeah. <laughs> um. Anyway, after Black Desert, um, Devil May Cry Five. Yeah. Actual Devil May Cry Five, not DMC Two. Without yeah. Dante, though. No, Dante was in it. Was that Dante? At the very yeah, end. At the very end. Oh, I didn't. Yeah, so it was. As uh, they pulled they away. Pulled they the pulled away. the camera away. They pulled the camera away. Um. So that was Nero, though, from Devil May Cry. 4. Okay, that's yeah. what I figured it was, but I, um, I wasn't sure. That's why he he has the the fake arm because he had the yeah. demon arm in four. Yeah. And he had the um the throttle sword. Yeah. Yeah. Um. He's also um he was still voiced by um the former Black Ranger. Okay. The same, I, I cannot remember his name. Johnny Youngbosch? Yeah, thank you. Um, who's, he was also the voice of, like, Ichigo Vash. and Vash and yeah. a bunch of other anime characters. Oh, right. Um, and yeah, the, the very last scene after they pulled the camera away was Dante riding in on a motorcycle. Of course. So, but yeah, I mean, that game looks really cool. Um, yeah. I'm excited that it's back to, like, the original people, essentially, that worked on it, and it's not, like, DMC was neat. I, I enjoyed it. But I always liked those Devil May Cry games. Yeah. Like, just kind of the world they had built. Even 4. Like, I know a lot of people didn't like 4 because they didn't like Nero. And they didn't like the whole fact that you played the first half as Nero. And then you went back through all of that stuff as Dante. But I enjoyed it. And I'll enjoy this one, I'm sure. Yeah. Um. Also, didn't realize it until they said it. 10 years since Devil May Cry 4 came out. Yep. Sounds about right. That's nuts. That is. Um. Th- there was some Cuphead DLC announced. Yeah, Miss Chalice is going to be a new playable character. Mm-hmm. Um, and there was um Baker Salt something or other. Yeah, I don't even, I don't know if that was a new character, but that was something in there. Baker Salt or uh Salt something Salt Baker. Yeah, I don't remember his name, but yeah. he he was he was some sort of salt shaker that also baked. Um, that's awesome though. That game is cool. Um, more of that game is not a bad thing. Nope. And it's going to be a long time before there's a Cuphead tube, just because of how long that that artwork takes to even do. Okay, yeah. you know what? I hadn't actually even thought about that until literally just now, because I was going to say, I'm amazed it's not coming out till 2019, but no, that actually yeah. is exactly why it wouldn't it would yeah. take two years to make DLC for that game. Zelda with a Fox was next. Tunic? Yeah, that game's been on my radar for a long time. Yeah, it, it looks neat. It was like an isometric action RPG style type thing. It, yeah, it looks I, I, it's, really cool. It's Zelda with a fucking Fox. Like, 100%. He, he wears a green tunic. Like, yeah. Um, it's very, it's very fluid though. Like yeah. I, I, I don't know what it is about it, but the movement of everything, it's just very visually appealing. Like the way the grass moves, um, and when he like picks stuff up, the way it like comes mm-hmm. into him, like just something about that game. Like I just visually is just super pleasing. Pretty sure it's one yeah. dude making that game. Yeah, no, no, I'm, I'm almost a hundred percent sure he was also he was on the first night of the giant bomb stuff okay it was he was on the second to last segment i believe yeah i haven't watched yeah any of it yet um he unfortunately was on one of those panels where it was a bunch of other people that all kind of knew each other gotcha and were very like talkative and jokey and he was just he was super quiet Mm -hmm. but like he obviously like knew them a little bit but like i guess didn't have the same relationship yeah 
So, like, he was much more quiet, but, like, he rolled with jokes and stuff okay. like that as best as he could. And Jeff kept trying to bring it back to Tunic when he could, but... Well, they also have... Uh, I mean, I know he has help with PR on that game with someone who is friends with Giant Bomb. Yeah, yeah, she was there, too. She was oh, one of like the people on the there? couch. Yeah. Okay. Um, I forget her actual name. I just know her t- <laughs> by Lego Butts. Well, so she was in the background drawing on the chalkboard. Oh, nice. But, like, the actual... Somebody from the publisher was on the couch with her. Okay. Um... So Felix, Felix, that's her name. Yeah, Felix Kramer. There we go. So after that was uh, Jump Force, which I think Rich was excited for. I can't wait for that. Um, which it's Shonen Jump. Yep, that's where the yeah. name comes from. It's Dragon Ball and Naruto and One Piece and Death Note, yeah. which I don't know Death Note well enough. Nope. And I caught that last scene super quickly because I was writing at the same time, and I just saw a kid in a school uniform and weird shadowy demon-looking figure and thought it was Persona oh. and got super excited because I'm like, oh, it's Persona 4. That's awesome. And then, like, I heard somebody say Death Note and I went back and looked at it and I'm like, oh, that is Death Note. Oh, that's fucking disappointing. But... I'm, I'm not disappointed at Death Note, but I'm interested in how they're going to bring them in. Like, it's a fighting game. They don't really fight yeah, I in mean, Death Note. Like, to be fair, like, I have... I have The only Death Note I've ever watched was the shitty Netflix movie and I have no interest... I had no interest in it before the Netflix movie. The anime is amazing, but it's it, just... Like, it's really weird to include them in a fighting game when there's no fighting in Death Note. Yeah, but, I mean, you'll pro- it'll probably just be the um, the Death God d- guy fighting. Because I, I think I've seen uh, Light in other games, and it's him fighting with the Shinigami coming in from time to time so, as well. It's just, I just, I mean, I think it's silly, but... Look, I, I, don't, I don't think you should have the fucking pirate stretchy dude from One Piece fighting Goku. Because that seems unfair. He's a fucking pirate that stretches. I don't know anything about One Piece other than he's stretchy and a pirate. So that's more than I knew. I, about I know One it's seventeen thousand episodes long. <laughs> um, okay, that's the other thing I yeah. know about One Piece. It's like that. Uh, it's One Piece and Supernatural are the two things that are going to go longer than the apocalypse. Somehow they'll just keep putting. Yeah. They'll have made so many episodes. Just yeah, just for Keith. In the can. It'll be there just for Keith Richards to watch. Yeah. Um. But yeah, like I don't know that that also seems out of place to me because well, I mean he's he's. Luffy's like a pirate, and he's got abilities along. Like I think he's strong, and he can stretch and whatnot. It's, I know he like, can stretch. It, like it's more, it's not as out of place as a kid with a book who does not fight. That's my problem. It's a kid with a book who doesn't fight, and neither does Ryuk. There is no fighting at all in any of Death Note, also, except for maybe a punch here or there from somebody or another. So that's all they need. Yeah. Unless they do like a Dragon Ball Fighters um, thing where um, where like everyone's like kind of lost portions of their power, like I don't think Naruto is a match for Frieza either. No, no. Oh, no, no. Oh. So this doesn't look like awesome end of the anime Naruto. That looks like no, it, early it's, Naruto. It's awesome end of the anime Naruto. I thought by the end of the anime he dressed like fucking um, what's his face? Um, no, the the last. Jiraiya. I thought me. he dressed like Jiraiya no. at the end of the show. No, that was just one particular episode where he dressed like him. Oh, okay. That was, and that wasn't even anywhere near the end of the anime. Okay, I stopped watching the anime 15 no, years like, ago. If, if in the, um, that's not true. In, <laughs> no, no, it's par- probably 15 years ago, maybe halfway through Shippuden. I stopped watching it 10 years ago, because it was right around when Shippuden started. Okay, um, that's but, probably correct. Uh, if you remember in the trailer, there's a point with the nine tails. Yeah. 
that's Naruto. Like he's in his nine tail nine nine tail form. Yeah, no, I knew that, and I, like I've seen him do that before. But d- does like, he gain control of that? Oh, by the end? yeah, yeah. He, oh, so. it's the dumbest thing because he gains control with it, of it, and the first time he does it, he's like, "We can only do this for about five minutes." And then Pops. it's 13 episodes? It's one full episode. But then he does it again immediately the next episode after, in the same fight of the same night. The last year and a half of episodes take place on the same exact night. Because 90% of them were filler. But no, he gets he gets super powerful, and he gets pretty much almost god mode at, by the end of that. Him and Sasuke are, are two sides of the same god coin, essentially. So, like, Sasuke's get the Rienengen, which is the purple eye... Um, and, like, it's, they're, they have a full-out essential god battle at the end of it. Oh, do they fight each other? Yeah. I, I thought by the end of it they were friends again. Uh, yeah, yeah, after the fight. Oh, okay. It's hard to explain without going into everything. Yeah, it's not worth it. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that, that um, Dying Light 2 looks awesome. Yeah. Um, very different than the first one. Yeah, like, they stress so much that your choices are gonna matter in everything, and... They're like over a hundred different choices might determine like different aspects of game. I'm like, that's, that's neat, but I really do wonder how much that's actually going to affect. So, I mean, it looked like, so the one thing that they showed was if you go and you make a deal with these criminals, it makes it, it honestly, it sounds, it seems like it makes life a lot harder for everybody. If you go and basically kill the criminals though, um, it makes your life a lot easier but sucks for a lot of just the lower class people yeah. that you're probably trying to like help. Yeah. Um. So like that is a big deal because the, in in the one way you get access to clean water, which lets you just heal on the go, and the other side sounds like you don't get access to free clean water. In which case, I guess you're fucked a lot. Um. But it, it's ten years after the outbreak, and it does not look like you're you're in the same place because, or it might just be that like that island has gone to that much shit in the ten years. Because the first game was like this, like really nice island paradise that just happened to be overrun with zombies. Um, and this one looks like it's far less zombies during the day. Like it, it's very much in that Walking Dead vein where it's been going on so long that the zombies are no longer the concern. It's the people yeah. are the problem. But then th- they're the zombies that at night they turn into like the rage monsters. Yeah, and that's when you have to like be worry careful. about them. Yeah. So it looks it looks interesting. Uh, I didn't play the first one, so. First one's really cool. Um, it's that like first person parkour stuff that takes a little while to get used to, and it's yeah. super low on like weapons, and your weapons like break as you use them. So it's very much a like be careful, don't get in the combat if you don't need to, like avoid things and yeah, save your weapons for when you actually need to fight something, and try not to be outside at night or you're probably going to die. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. Then battle toads. Battle toads. That's all we really got. We're Battletoads. Three-person couch co-op. There we go. Cool. That's all we need. Uh, and 2019, but they showed nothing for it other than, like, a tongue and, like, a speeder. Yeah. So, I guess we'll see. I, it's going to be side-scrolling, probably. Uh, I want to say they said it's a two-and-a-half-D Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's if it's yeah. anything other than that, they fucked up. Yeah. Um, I hope it's so hard, though, that you hate yourself for playing it. It, like, it has to be. It's Battletoads. Exactly. Um... Next up was Just Cause 4, which was leaked by um, Walmart Canada, I believe. Yeah, and... Uh, Twice? That's, that was Square, right? That that make that? No, yeah, that's no, um, Avalanche. Well, Square Publishers. Square Publishers. Oh, oh, right, right, right. Which they, oh, no, they didn't... It was UV, or it was Bethesda that commented on uh, the Walmart, Walmart yeah, thing. Yeah. 
Uh, the you, Square Enix was a pre-taped thing. Yeah. So. Yeah. Um, and then it was so Microsoft fucking trolled the shit out of everybody. Yeah. With Gears Pop. Oh, right. So right, they right. fucking throw the Gears logo up on the screen. Bunch of people in the crowd like cheer and applause, and then they fucking show them as fucking vinyl pop figures. Yeah. Which it's just it's the Lego ver. It's it, it's Gears Lego. Just they'll never get a Gears Lego because it's too violent. So this is what you you get in that vein. Uh, but it's a yeah, mobile it's a mobile game, game. right? Yeah. Yep. Um, and then they had Gears Five. Well, then they had Gears Tactics, which is going to be on the PC, and it's going to be a tactics bit game that takes place, I think, twelve years before the first Gears of War. Okay, okay. I didn't know um, if they had commented on that. That's the all. That's I, all I really got. I term, must have missed that. Term. It, it was. It was between Pop and and Gears proper. It, they just they flashed on the screen for a second. Said it's a strategy game, and it's twelve years before the first Gears of War. Okay. It, like they didn't give a release date or anything for it. Um, and then they showed Gears Five. Yeah. Which I need to play Gears Four to understand what's going on because all the locusts should have died at the end of Gears Three. So this is like twenty five years later, I think. Um, well, Even the, though Marcus Phoenix still looks the same. Gears of War 4 was 25 years later. Um, the one guy that um, is yelling at the girl that she's not supposed to leave, that's Marcus's son. Okay. Um, Mar- Marcus looks way older in the last game because he had like the beard and all. Yeah. He apparently shaved for this one. Yeah. Um, but yeah, this is 20, 25-ish years later. Um, the girl was in 4-2, and I guess she is part alien maybe. Or something like that. Like she's connected to them somehow. It's it just that is definitely what they hinted at. It, it is, but it just it doesn't make sense to me because at the end of Gears Three, and this is why I need to play Gears Four. At the end of Gears Three, you're Don't forget about Judgment. The uh, Judgment was it takes place before <laughs> all of it, though. I know. Um, but at the end of Gears Three, uh, Marcus's dad releases a world expanding super weapon that is going that kills all the locusts and all locust cells. His dad injected himself with locust cells so that he could find a way to fight the locust. So his dad fizzles away out of existence, just like half the popularity did with uh, Thanos. I'm sorry, everybody. Uh, it's by the time you should have seen it. Cut by that now. out. Cut, the, cut that out. <laughs> That's right too now. much work. I, honest, I'm sorry, but at this point, you should have seen it by no. now. No. Uh, but all right, I guess. It's I, all, whatever. But it's like they all fizzle out of existence. And I actually do apologize for saying that. I just wasn't thinking until I said it after I said it. Um, but they just fizzle out of existence, all the, all the locust. And I'm like, this just doesn't make sense to me that you're fighting locust again when they were all supposed to have died. So I need to play four to understand five and figure all this shit out. Unless there's a new enemies. Who knows? Yeah. Um, so there are different enemies in this one, but they do explain it because I remember seeing, seeing coverage for four and then tell them saying like, there's a reason why the locusts are back. Yeah. Um, but like five looks cool and I do want to play four at some point. Yeah. But who knows if I will. <laughs> yeah. Um, after gear. Oh, and that's, that's due for 2019. Yes. Um, Probably February 22nd. Nah, I feel like if that was going to be early 2019, yeah, no, this will so. be fall 2019 yeah. where gears usually releases. Um, after that, um, Phil Spencer came back out and dropped a couple of things. Um, they're working on console quality game streaming. Right. Um, AI, console AI, <laughs> which is worrisome. Um, and the next Xbox. So, Microsoft has confirmed there will be a fourth Xbox. Yeah. Um, probably, we'll probably see it in 2020, I would think. That's where I'm thinking the new consoles are coming. Like, maybe they reveal it E3 next year, 2019, but we're not going to 
get the console till 2020 at the earliest. I think we'll get a little more concrete talk about it at E3 next year, but then I think they'll, like with the PS4 and Xbox One, both of them will do their own big yeah. Yeah, definitely. thing in like the early, late winter, early spring 2020. Yeah. With the release dates being November, probably, of 2020. Um, yeah, no, I agree with you. And then, um, but after that, uh, Phil started wrapping up the conference and then was cut off as the, the stream seemingly died. Uh, right, right. And a bunch of, a bunch of code and stuff started flashing across the screen. And we got a trailer for Cyberpunk 77. So, those code, the, the, the code at the very beginning, uh, well, I guess after, like, the, like, hacking thing, was a bunch of free codes for The Witcher 3 on Xbox One. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Yep. It was so, that, and there was also buried in there a long message from CD Projekt Red. I think that was, like, in the trailer somewhere, not in the okay. text. I never figured out, I never saw where it was from, I just knew there was a long message from CD Projekt Red. Yeah. That basically, it was them saying, like, hey, thanks for your patience, we told you we weren't going to show this game until we had something to show, we now have something to show, it's not enough to give you a release date, so you're going to have to wait a little longer. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they went on to um, answer a few questions of, like, we don't have a release date yet, please be patient, um... No, there deal. won't be loot boxes or microtransactions. This is a this is a uh, a single player RPG. Are you insane? Yeah. And there was something else they said too. Uh, something about DRM on PC. No oh yeah, there'll be no DRM on PC. on PC. Um, which I thought that was cool that they like had that message kind of embedded, and it w- it was it was really well, it was really good communication from a a game developer. Also, like very cyberpunk. Yeah. Like to hide these things inside a trailer. Um, that game looks cool though. Yeah. Like. It, I mean, there was no gameplay. No, but yeah, it, it uh, looks, but I dig the aesthetic. Yeah, yeah that's it's like it looks interesting. Lots of mohawks. Yeah, it looks it looks neat, uh, like aesthetically and like the world that they're building. I'm like, all right, I might I might have to check this out. So there was a little more information released about it. Um, it's going to be a first person shooter game. So, well, a first person RPG. So not necessarily yeah. all shooter. Apparently, it does have shooting though, and the shooting is apparently good. From what, like, some people got to play it and said it was, it was good. Um, you can be, your character is V, I believe. And you, you can be male or female, but it's, it's the same character either way. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like, I, oh, and the character is fully customizable, um, which I always find silly when it's a first person game. Like, yeah. you're going to spend a bunch of time customizing a character you're never going to see again. Probably for multiplayer aesthetic, I'm sure. I don't it's, think that game's there's having no multiplayer. any multiplayer at all. Like they they uh, they went out of their way to say I it's mean, a single player RPG. CD so. Projekt Red has never made a multiplayer game. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, um, but it's going to be big, and they're not even sure how big it's going to be yet. But we'll find out more eventually. Um, couple of things that we didn't get at the conference. Um, no idea what Rocksteady's working on still. Eh. A lot a lot of people thought that maybe we would find out at Microsoft and we did not and then proceeded to not find out at any of the other conferences either. I mean, yeah. It's been 3 years since Arkham Knight came out and Fair. that was their last big game that they worked on on um Batman VR, but that wasn't like a big game and I'm sure that wasn't their full studio. Yeah. But Arkham Knight came out in 2015 and we have no idea what they're even working on, let alone when it'll come out. Yeah. Um there was no real info on a Halo, let, let alone a Halo 6, other than that brief little teaser at the opening. And we still don't know if they're actually working on a Fable or if it's all just rumor. Yeah. Like, I mean, they're definitely working on a Fable. Like, that's what Playground Games is doing. Like, it, it I could actually be. see maybe they decide not to call it Fable. 
That would be but, silly, but yeah, you're right. That that is always possible. Um, but yeah, that was Microsoft. Because also, I th- feel like they might have. I don't know why they wouldn't have said it's Fable if it was Fable when Phil said they're working on something else. Like that's that is true. Um, let's jump into Bethesda. Um, I, Bethesda, I don't think had as much as Microsoft did. Oh no, but uh, I think. Bethesda's my second longest set of notes. Well, that's because you're fucking weird and you like Bethesda games. Listen. I mean, it's second longest by barely... And, like, it's they had two, a fairly long it's show. Two, it's two pages and a section of a third, whereas uh, Microsoft was like almost three full friggin' pages. So to be fair, I have a ton of notes for Bethesda too, but I feel like we're going to get through it quicker. Probably. Um, because it wasn't as many games. Yeah. Um, so the first thing they did was they came out with Rage 2. Um, specifically, they came out with Andrew WK to sing before showing Rage 2. Yeah. Which was simultaneously awesome and cringy because these, the, like, I feel so bad for these, like, publishers and, and the musicians. Like, they try to do something that the crowd's gonna get into, and the crowd does not give a single fuck. It, well, it gets, the crowd is a bunch of fucking nerds, and they're not, they don't know how to react to a rock concert sometimes. Yeah. Like, so they're all sitting there, like, I was watching the crowd as they were doing this, and they're all just sitting there, like, get to the games, essentially. I'm like, well, they're yo, also- it's freaking, you get a free concert, like, you get Andrew WK playing one song for you. Come on now, like. Well, to be fair, like, most of them are also there for work. They're not, like, the, they're not the public there. It's all the press and everything. Yeah. So, like, they're literally there because they have to, and they're exhausted because they have already been working for two days mm-hmm. that, two, two days over the weekend that they probably wouldn't have been working right normally. Yeah. So, like, like, I can understand not being super pumped for a concert. <clears throat> not when you, you're, you want to get the hour and a half conference over with so that you can go get food and then go, to your hotel and sleep. Yeah. Because you have to be up the next day to go to a bunch of more press conferences. Yep. Um, but yeah, so Rage 2 actually looks kind of cool, but the important the important notes I took from that were Pete Hines comes out and basically immediately makes fun of Walmart Canada. Yep. Yeah. He says, um, you know, best known for their low prices and ability to keep a secret. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so uh, sorry, I, I'm, I'm trying to read my notes and I have really bad ha- handwriting. Um, it, it's a, it's a first person shooter. Yeah. It, it looks like it'll probably be pretty cool. Yeah. Like it's just, it looks neat. Gameplay looks very fast paced and high action. It's got kind of a destiny vibe to it as far as like gameplay went. Just, yeah, it, it's kind of open. There's a lot of enemies to shoot. And at one point he gets the, um, he gets the warlock punch. Like, okay, fair. That, and I played a warlock. That's why yeah. I associated it with that. Yeah. Um, but it does look cool, and I like that. Um, the I don't know the, the character's dialogue felt natural. Like the first time he used the weird power up, he went, "Holy shit!" Like that is actually the the what you would expect somebody to do if they just like forced push somebody thirty feet away from them. Right. Yeah. Uh, it's due out in spring. Mm-hmm. Do, do you guys have any? Um, I I could be interested. Like I like loot games and first person shooters, so. And there hasn't been a one that's really held my attention since like Borderlands Two. I mean, Fair. like I played a ton of Destiny One, but was angry at it a lot because <laughs> it was kind of boring, but the shooting was so good. So yeah, I mean, I didn't even play Rage. I don't really know anything about the Rage games. So I never just, played the first one either. I'm just like eh, the character seems mad. Well, you would be too. Like if it, it's. 
Mad Max Borderlands. Is what yeah. The- so, um, a- after Rage was Elder Scrolls Legends, the card game. Right. Which they're apparently relaunching with all new visuals. Cool. My note, my notes for Elder Scroll Legends. New stuff, I guess, no one really cares. So, the one thing that they did announce that sounded neat, if you're a fan of it. So, it's, co- it's coming to a bunch of platforms like Switch, Xbox, PS4, and everything this year. If you've been playing on PC or mobile, your progress will carry into those other platforms if you sign into your Bethesda account. Cool. I would put money, though, that if you sign into PlayStation, you cannot sign in anywhere else. Because uh, Fortnite is apparently like that. Yeah, that's... If you sign into your Epic account on PS4 to play Fortnite, you cannot sign into another console with it. Final Fantasy XIV was the same way. If you signed into... I, I have a friend who signed into Final Fantasy XIV on his brother's PlayStation account, and then he wanted to move it to his PlayStation account, and they were like, you have to buy a whole new well, copy... Well, so and well, start brand no, no, new. That, that is different than what I'm talking yeah. about. This is like no. you, like you sign into it with your Epic account, or in in this case, like a, like a Bethesda account, and then because it's linked to the PS4, Sony locks it down so that you're not allowed to have the same content on another platform without disconnecting it from the Sony platform. Whereas, like on everything else, you know, you sign into your Xbox, you can also sign into PS4 or into PC and into Switch, and it's all the same account. I'm going to have to ask my brother about Rocket League, because I know he has Rocket League <coughs> on both PSN and on Steam. Okay. So, I don't know if cars and stuff carried over, if there was even an account to log into to carry them over. Yeah, I wonder. But, because, like, the Fortnite thing is the only thing I've heard ha- this happen with. But I think Fortnite's the only thing I can think of, too, where, like, you're signing into, like, an independent account for it. Yeah. Because you're... Like, you have your PSN account already, but you're signing into Epic for it, and then you're also signing into the Epic account on the other platforms as well. Like, like you said, like, for... But also, like, also, I don't... Actually, I can tell you one thing that I know for sure. It This doesn't happen with PS4 and PC on Fortnite. Okay. Because, actually, that's another game my brother has played on both, and it's same account. Maybe it's because, only the Switch version. Yeah, because this so, is the thing. So with. I, I actually saw somebody tweet about it, like how like frustrating it was that they weren't allowed to do it. Um, after, but after, 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 ugh. after Elder Scrolls Legends, it was Elder Scrolls Online. Yeah, which like honestly, like it seems neat if you want to play an MMO. Yeah, like they definitely, they definitely add a ton to it, and yeah. it's it's part of Game Pass. So There's no monthly fee. Yeah. Um. After that, Doom Eternal. Yes. Hell on Earth. Uh, did you mention Elder Square Online? Yeah, how about yeah. you pl- pay attention oh. and stop spinning your fidget? And it, wasn't, it wasn't spinning fidget that I missed that. Sorry. I uh, told you to put your damn phone on Do Not Disturb. Uh, yeah, Doom Eternal. Um, I'm up for more Doom. Sold. Yep. It's, um, uh, it's, it sounds like it's still the same soundtrack. Uh, or not the same soundtrack, but um, Mick Gordon, Gordon did I'm the sure. first... Uh, yeah. The music, music is fucking it. rad in that game. It's so good. I, it probably will be. It's the same character. It's a direct sequel to the last Doom. It's we don't all... know any of that. They didn't confirm no, they any did of that. They did say it is the sequel. They said oh, it was did a they sequel, say it was a sequel? I missed And they that. said it was Doom Guy again. Or well, Doom it's Doom always Doom, Doom Guy. It's or literally always been the same yeah, the, guy. Whatever. Yeah, it's the same guy. He's got no name. He's literally just he's Doom the Guy. Doom Marine. And uh, they were like, "It's gonna be. There's gonna be parts of it on Earth. Twice as many demons, but you're gonna get more at QuakeCon." Um, so that's exciting. Um, then after that, they did Quake Champion stuff, which none of us are interested in, I don't think, because nope. it's a PC game. Yep. It's going to be like, a, there's going to be a free-to-play version. 
on PC. On PC or something like that, yeah. Um, or it, it'll at least have, like, early access and trials and stuff like that. Uh, then there was some AI. There was some Prey stuff. Yeah. Um, there's a, a good uh, handful of Prey stuff. Yeah, th- there's a free update that's adding, like, a new game plus, and they're adding, um, DLC is coming for this moon crash thing. Yeah. Where, yeah. like, like a roguelike there's, mode. Yeah. Yeah. It's, so they're doing a new game plus, they're doing a survival mode, and then, yes, they're doing moon crash is what they're calling it, which, Seems interesting and really neat. I didn't like Prey, so I play. I played a little bit of it, and it it did not get me. Like it didn't control well. It was one of those mm. games where like it's first person, and yeah. the enemies move around so erratically that it's just it's uncomfortable to ch- control it. Okay, like to the point yeah. where like it wasn't fun. Um, th- there's also the Typhon Hunter multiplayer stuff, which was like hide and seek. Yeah, but it right, was um. Right. The, it, that was the one mode that actually sounded really cool because the the seeker is just a human, the hides are the mimics, so you can actually turn into shit yeah. to hide. Um, and all of that was released the day of the conference. Right, I forgot about that actually. Um, after that, uh, the Machine Games people came out to talk about Wolfenstein. Yes. Um, those guys are great because the the one of them said something about um about f- um killing fucking Nazis, mm-hmm. and then uh. They they told us that we're getting a new Wolfenstein kind of like yep. like a spinoff or sequel. I don't. Know. Oh yeah, we we don't know exactly a sequel spinoff. It's, it's it's they did not call it Wolfenstein three. No, but I mean I know they did. You know there was the old the new blood and the old. Well, something. it was the new order and the old blood. Yeah, there you go. And then like this could be be that second part yeah. of New Colossus because mm-hmm. um, it has blood in it. Yes, young it's, blood. It's the young blood. It takes place in the 1980s, and it's BJ's twin daughter. I actually believe it is specifically 1980. Okay, I, 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 I want to say in the tra- the trailer, like there was a banner that says like Paris they, 1980. They, they they said it was 1980s. Uh, uh, young blood. You're talking about. They said it was in the 1980s. You're the yeah, twin daughters. Pay of- attention. You wouldn't have to reiterate what we're talking about. I'm just... <laughs> I'm fucking with you. Man. I know. Uh, but it's the twin daughters of the character from the first... From, I just said uh, all three. that. Yeah. See, pay attention. We were just saying all that. But I was... Yes, it's in the 80s. They did um, say it was in the 80s. It's also... You can play co-op or single player, and it's due out in 2019. And you also didn't say that, unless I missed this one as well, Wolfenstein will be on a Switch on the 29th. Th- that's... That's fucking incredibly old news. Okay. Yeah. That, they made sure to mention it on there, so I didn't That's because know. they want you to buy it, but... Yeah, that that was announced months ago. Um, there's also um, they talked about some VR stuff. Yeah, um, for Typhon Hunter and some other single player prey stuff is going to be VR, and um, there's going to be something Wolfenstein related in VR too. Because um, that's Pete Hines came out after that, and when we talked about that, he said um, it's it's bringing our fuck Nazis message to all platforms. Yep, yeah, which I appreciated. Um, after that, though, we jumped to, uh, Todd Howard came out, and that guy is fun. I like yeah, Todd yeah. Howard. Um, I love everything about his presentations for so Bethesda. The only weird thing about it was he, it was, it was almost like he was working out his stand-up routine. Yeah. Which, like, was both weird and kind of endearing. Um, I liked, uh, so, I told Drew this already, um, the, the whole Skyrim thing, like, where we're gonna put Skyrim next, and they did that whole Alexa bit. Yeah. That actually is real. You can play Skyrim on your really? Alexa. Yeah, I yeah. thought it was a joke, and then I texted. We were ta- texting about it, and he was like, "Oh yeah, I played it." I was like, "Wait, that's fucking real." Yeah, if if you <laughs> know Alexa, open Skyrim. It does exactly what the 
uh, the little video did. Is it is it just those certain snippets or no you... no? And like I played it for like ten minutes, maybe, maybe not even that long. And then when Erica got home, I'm like, you have to see this. I told her what to say, and it opened up, and she sat there for like fifteen minutes playing and... it. Totally different experience than what I had. And did you enjoy it? Uh, not really. Uh, then you're never mind. He totally played D and D though. Yeah, yeah. no, I, t- I said. But that's that the thing. Like he said it too, and I realized that's what D and D is. That's why I don't want to play D and D. Like it, it had it. Honestly, like I don't want to not play D and D because of what it is. I don't want to play it because it's too much work for something that I don't have that much of an interest in. Like I don't want to like I don't want to have to devote hours once a month or anything like that to do something like that. Like that's kind of where it loses me. You know where you lose me? I don't know. But I I didn't know that, that was, I thought that was a straight yeah, up no, joke. A lot of people did, but yeah, oh. no, it's it's a hundred percent real. It's oh, honestly does... like it is really cool. Um, just because like I, it's it's goofy. Yeah. yeah, and like the fact that you. So one of the things I forget mine. I had like the option of going to like a village or like wandering across a bridge, and Erica's was two different things. Okay, and. I just kind of did it a little bit. I talked to a guy and I, I said I would do, I would help him out. And then it, it told me, it, like, it took me on to the next thing and said, like, you can go this way or you can go this way. And then Alexa on both of them breaks it down into, you know, because w- what what's your title in Skyrim? Like, I know you're the uh, Dragonborn, but you have, like, a, a an Elder the, Scrolls title the to that. Do- do- to- King? Yeah. yeah. So uh, Alexa says that because you're the Dobakin, you know you can do these things and you'll ne- and you know you're you're the great warrior, so you'll never have to ask me what my current HP is, basically telling you like you can ask Alexa how much health you have left. Yeah. Um but then like when you get into combat, it you have your options of hit it with my sword, cast a spell or or do the scream. And like when you cast a spell, it it'll just cast one of your spells. Um, like Erica did it a few times. One time it did fire. Twice it did electric. Um, I it, gotta I gotta play this now. Yeah. Why does nobody I know? No, there's people I know that have Alexa. I get. I have one. House now. <laughs> you have one. Well, no, I mean like my Eric and Audra don't have one. They um, have a home. I think they have Google. home. Yeah. My parents used to have Alexa. Now they have Google. Because Gwen knows how to run Google, and Google has more than Alexa, according to them. But yeah, uh, I mean, the Google Home is better. But I bought the Alexa two years before Google Home came out. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, no, it, it is actually really cool. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So th- there was that whole whole thing. Um. And then they got into Fallout seventy six. Yes. Oh my God! They went into Which, Fallout seventy six. Couple of things we already talked about. Like it's four times the size of Fallout four. Yes. Um. It's in West Virginia. Yep. yep. Which you could have guessed from the song that played. Yep. Um. Prequel to everything. It's that they are the first people that ever got out of the vault after twenty years. Yeah. So they were not frozen or anything. They were just living in the vault for twenty years. Yes. After there's the bombs. W- the there there's only really one vault that froze them, and that was the vault from Fallout Four, as far so, as I can remember. So like when you come to like all the other, so like the people in there, like if if you if. If somebody out of the vault was 20 years old, they were born in the vault, essentially. Yes. yes. And then, so, like, all those other ones, like, the people that, were, like, the games that take place 200 years after everything happened, those people are, like, three generations away from ever having set foot outside a vault by the time their vault opens. Yeah. yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah. I, I am asking because I honestly just wasn't yeah. sure. Yeah, well, it's, I, well, so, like, Fallout 3, like, starts with you being born and then, like, growing up in the vault. Yeah. Like, and and oh, okay. Fallout Three, you find out in Fallout Three, your father wasn't always in the vault. They let him in. 
to the vault. Yeah. And the, the, because every vault was an experiment, the, ex- the original experiment for Fallout 3's vault was, it was never, ever supposed to be open. Ever. And they, the first time they opened it, they let your father in, and then shit kind of just went downhill from there, essentially. Which is kind of what like, Fallout Shelter was, because you would let people into your vault. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it was after the apocalypse, so you would let people into your vault. Um, but yeah, so, uh, I thought it looked better than Fallout 4 did. Yeah. Like, aesthetic. Yeah. Aesthetically, it was, it, like, even after the apocalypse, it looks like there's a lot more colors, and, like, there's just, like, it's different. It's not just, like, dull and, like, brown. Which the past two core Fallout titles have been, essentially. I mean, so, like, in fairness to that, like, I don't know how exactly nuked all of the United States gets in the war. Yeah. But the places the Fallout games have taken place are places that, in theory, you would nuke in a major nuclear war. They're major cities. I would like to argue that all of the shit wrong with the planet in Fallout 3 and 4... Are these fuckers' faults? And we'll get to that it's, in a second. Yeah. No. Well, no. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's not specifically these fuckers' faults. No. No. But the these fuck vault vault seventy six is fault because part of this game is you can just go nuke places if you collect the access codes. Yeah. To it. So. But it's vault seventy six wasn't the only vault to open twenty years later. There's about oh, okay. fifteen. I think I said it last week. There's about or yeah last week. I think it was about 15 to 20 control vaults that were just to open 20 years later. Okay. Well, that's good to know. Um, so the, the, there's six distinct regions to the map, just running through kind of like the bullet points. Okay. It's multiplayer. Yep. So the whole thing's going to be online. You can play it by yourself, but um, all the other players you see in the game will all have been from Vault 76. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And it is going to be small amounts of people per game instance. Yeah, they said mm-hmm. dozens. Yeah, so, because, and, and like, the, yeah, that was the exact wording is dozens, not hundreds, not thousands. This is the apocalypse. It's not an amusement park. Yeah, it's just, so. It's it's a really neat concept. Um, death, you don't lose your character, you don't lose your progress. You keep yeah, all that. Um, I, I think they said it on the stream. If not on that stream, then I heard it on a different stream. Um, they called it softcore survival. Yeah, uh, yeah, somebody said it. Yeah. So, like, there's a... Actually, sli- yeah, I'm pretty sure that was... Uh, yeah, yeah, Todd said it. So, like, it's... It's part... Like, it's got the survival aspects to it, but it's nothing that's going to make you fucking rip your hat hair yeah. out. Yeah. Um, you can also build anywhere. Yep. And, like, pack it up and move it. Yeah, and all your progression will go with you if you go to, like, your friend's game. Yeah. So you don't lose stuff just by, like, logging into your friend's game, which is something that a lot of these games have been doing lately. Yeah. Like, I know, um... Uh, what was that? Far Cry 5 and State of Decay are both like that, where yeah. they have these multiplayer parts to it, but if you're playing multiplayer, you're just like a the helper. host of the game gets all of, like, you know, gets to level up, gets rewards, gets gear, gets whatever. The person playing with them gets jack shit, and then has to go back and do all of that stuff over again on their own game to yep. progress anything. Yeah. Um, so it's cool that, like, your progression will move with you. Um, but there, what kind? Like, I I'm still wondering. I was like, is there going to be like story progression in this game? Yes. Yeah, they like, they literally said, said it. Okay. Um, there's also a giant radioactive sloth, which I thought was cool. <laughs> yeah. Um, and they did say that they're they're drawing on West Virginia folklore for some of like the monsters and stuff. Cool. Yeah. Um, which I thought was neat. Um, and then the, the nuclear weapons that I mentioned before. Um, you are going to be able to. I. It seems like NPCs will have them. In the world, yeah, something's um, going on. And then, like, as 
as people collect them, I assume you'll be able to kill other players and take the codes from them. Yeah. That is what it, they made it seem. But you, people will have bits and pieces of nuclear launch codes, and you can either try and gather them all yourself or team up with other people that have parts of the codes, and then go send nuclear bombs on other targeted areas. Yeah, so and if if there's any douchebags on your uh, on your server, you can bomb them. And not only that, but the area will then be contaminated with radioactive fallout. And you can then go harvest things in that area, like resources that aren't available else- mm-hmm. elsewhere. Yeah. Um, so, they- I was saying to my friend at work that, like, I kind of want to play that game, to, I guess, really three separate ways. Or two or three. Like, I want to play a solely cooperative or just by myself through the story campaign. But then I also want to play a game with, like, a set number of people that is, like, Risk-esque. And, like, we all get an X territory and take have X amount of time to build up our territory where nobody fucks with anybody. Like, you have your territory for three weeks or whatever. Build your shit. You're in your own space. Mine. Whatever it is you do to build your bases. Then, after that... Free for all. Everyone, go fuck up everyone's shit. If you get the nuke codes and you nuke someone, you're out. Say, if your area gets nuked, you're out. Bye. Like, I hope that's a way you can play that game. I'm sure it is. Um, and, and if they might do it in the future, like, they might update it for a game type like that in the future. I, like, I mean, I, I honestly just kind of hope it's a, has enough freedom for people to do things they want to do with it. Yeah. And I don't necessarily want it to be a structured game mode. I want it to be just something sandboxy. you can set up with somebody. Yeah, like um, you, you can be in a server where only the people you invite are in there, so you can all set these rules just amongst friends. Yeah, yeah. So they did announce a beta for it, which they are calling the "Break It Early" test application. Right. Um, and Todd Howard acknowledged the fact that Bethesda games are kind of fucked. Yeah. Um, like his exact words were, you know, it turns out that games don't just work. And, um, according to the internet, our games have been known to have some problems. Yep. So, that was cool that they acknowledged that. Um, there's also going to be a special edition with a wearable power suit helmet. I yep, want that. That has a voice modulator and a flashlight. One of my coworkers I, already pre-ordered it. Uh, uh, apparently, all the, the it is already sold out. I'm not surprised. Um, they always get sold out immediately. You also will get a glow-in-the-dark map. Yep. Which Todd Howard seemed especially excited for. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And little figures to put on said map. Yeah. So maybe maybe you could get the map and the figures and come up with a and d campaign for it. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Um, and it will launch on November 14th of 2018. Yeah. Yeah. So that, honestly, like, I did not enjoy Fallout 4 at all. But I, I got past its issues. Like, it was definitely a flawed game. I enjoyed it enough to beat it. So... And put a hundred and something hours into it. I've mentioned this before. Like, I've come to realize, like, I do not like Bethesda Game Studio games. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't care for Skyrim, like, or any of the Elder Scrolls games. I've watched Erica play a bunch of Skyrim, and I've tried to help her a few times, and, like, they just don't feel good to me. Yeah. And the same, the same thing for, with Fallout. Like, I don't really enjoy building too much, especially when I'm just building for NPCs and myself. Oh, the building was so, and, like, I didn't really fuck with the building outside of the times it was required until, like, I was at the end of the game and didn't want to actually finish the story. Yeah. But then, then I spent, like, 50 hours building dumb shit. <laughs> and then also combat was garbage. Like, Fa- d- 
Yep. So, and that kind of killed it for me because there was like some of that stuff where like you had to go into combat and I didn't have like, I don't know, like, cause I know you can do that game like any way you want. Uh huh. Um, but like I didn't really have any of like the vats and special abilities. So like all I had were guns and all the guns were garbage. So the combat was super long and frustrating to the point where like I just wasn't having any fun with it. So I stopped, so I just stopped playing. The combat um, was way better than Fallout 3. Though. That's what I heard. Yeah. I, I, I heard that Fallout 3 was worse. Fallout 4 was better. This looks at least interesting enough because it's kind of conceptually different that, like, I might try it just to see what it's like. Also, with having the online thing, there is no, likely is no VATS, so they will have to have made the shooting even better. That, I mean, because the VATS was definitely a makeup for the shooting not being yeah good it was it would stop the game it would stop time so yeah it would right right it, it and then I you targeted a certain spot and you have percent yeah i think it'd be pretty impossible okay. to have vets with multiplayer i mean not impossible but it'd be fucking weird yeah, yeah. game just keep pausing because everybody in the world is using vets at certain times and um do you guys have anything else to say about fallout 76 i want no, not without having really gotten to play it but excited so, for it um so some of the other stuff real quick um fallout shelter ps4 and switch yep free on both available now yes yep. um elder scrolls blades is coming which yeah. actually looks kind of cool like for like a mobile game if you're yeah. into the elder scrolls games um mo- mobile first person rpg just like like your normal elder scrolls stuff you can um, play it in portrait mode yeah, you can play it in portrait mode um, <laughs> they led to the giant bomb making the jerking it jokes, and then um, it's it it it's tap movement or dual stick. Yeah. So, um, swipe combat. Um, apparently there's gonna be crafted dungeons and procedural dungeons. Yeah. In the abyss, it's roguelike endless dungeons that are both crafted and procedural. Yeah, and then it has the game modes: abyss, which is your roguelike, um, arena, which is PvP, and town, I think is what they called it, was like your story mode. Yeah. Cool. But yeah. It, the way it seemed like is you would go into the town, you would get quests, and then you would do the quests in the other mode. Oh, but, but yeah, maybe. Maybe. That's what um, it sounded like they were saying. I, um, I don't uh, know. And then the, they're going to put it on every platform they can. Yeah. Um, Alexa, coming soon. And you'll be able to... Pl- <laughs> So you'll also be able to play it with people on other platforms as much as you can. Yeah. Excluding probably the Sony platforms. Well, yeah. Um, so like if you're playing it on mobile, you might have somebody that you're playing against that's playing on like your Oculus, which is kind of neat. Or is playing on their Gear VR or whatever. (laughs) Yeah. It'll be out this fall sometime. It'll be free and there will be early access. Yeah. Go to playblades.com for early access information. Um, and then the last two things, um, they finally showed that Starfield was a thing that they were working on. Yep. They did not show anything about it, though. Nope. But they called it a next-gen game. Yes. Which, that is very heavy words to use. Um, also very... Vague. Ve- yeah. Um, Like, that could just be, like, poor terminology, and it's just, like, their next generation of games because it's their first new IP in... 25 years. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Or it's actually going to be on the next generation of console. Which means or we're not both. seeing it like, for quite a while. I mean, it's a Bethesda game, so yes, it'll be on every console ever. Yeah. But, um. But only eventually. Yeah. Um, but that's cool. It's not coming out in 2018. That's about as much as we know. No. Um, and then they did an even smaller tease for Elder Scrolls 6. Yes. Which has no subtitle. They just, yeah. they, they, they showed the Game of Thrones map and said Elder Scrolls 6, and that was it. 
It will yeah. certainly have a subtitle. All of them do. Oh yeah, because it, isn't it always it's, the the it's area? The, it's no. the lands they're in. So Morrowind no. was in Morrowind. Skyrim was in Skyrim. Oblivion was it Oblivion. No, uh, Oblivion mm-hmm. wasn't in Oblivion, but it, they're, they're with Oblivion the Oblivion Gates. Gates. Okay, because I know the first two Arena and whatever the second one was called. Well, like the first one was obviously called Arena, and the second one was called something else. Yeah. So that didn't fall into that. I I, I think the only ones that fit that convention are Morrowind and Skyway. Okay, or Skyrim. I uh, see. I thought I th- I figured Oblivion might also just be the name of the area. No, because I knew Morrowind and uh, and Skyrim were. Yeah. We're gonna take a quick break before we jump into the Monday conferences, so that I can save this. Good call. Okay. better yep i'm good. good yeah so uh we are now up to monday yep um monday started off with square enix's pre-recorded video panel which was the second worst one of e3 <laughs> probably um so i mean like square enix is like nothing against them they're, they're a super japanese company so they don't really have fun yeah like at this sort of thing um, like, they're, they're very business, and, like, they want to get out there, talk about their game, and move on, and... Yeah. Like, this makes a little more sense than doing, like, a live stage show, like, frankly. Um, they came out with Tomb Raider. Shadow of the Tomb Raider was the first thing they showed. Yeah. Um, yep. it looked like more Tomb Raider, which isn't a bad thing. Looks darker and more violent. I, I, and that's the thing that gets, like, I've said before, I'm not really into Rise of the Tomb Raider. And my review of the first Tomb Raider game in this series was pretty bad on the website when I did that forever ago. The I indes- agree, it was pretty bad. <laughs> no, I mean, like, I reviewed it poorly. Uh, yes, but yeah. No, I mean, like, it reviewed poorly. <laughs> no, I anyway, know what you mean. It's you gave it the, a low score. The indiscriminate killing from her really takes me out of this. Does it take you out of it in every other game you play with indiscriminate killing? But there's a difference between Tomb Raider indiscriminate killing and Call of Duty indiscriminate killing. Like, Lara Croft is not a murderer. How about Nathan Drake? Because look, Nathan Drake mass murders people and cracks fucking jokes about it the whole time. Lara Croft is fucking... She's a little on edge the whole time. It's like... It's... When you give me Tomb Raider and you give me Lara Croft, I don't think mass murder and that's what i like i i haven't played uh uncharted in a while i haven't played since i like i played the first three but i haven't played those in a couple of years and i'll be honest like the whole time i was like you're just fucking killing people but like though they were pirates or whatever like these guys are mercenaries and it's a little different but it's still like it's just straight up indiscriminate but, okay. murder but play it this way walk into an area wait for them to see you and shoot you then you're just defending yourself. But the problem is, every area you go, you have to kill everybody. Why can't I sneak through the areas? Because there's not really a stealth mechanic to that game. But there is a little bit. No, it's a cover mechanic. It's not a stealth mechanic. And you might be able to actually get through an area without killing everybody. No, there's like plenty of areas that you have to kill the people in order to unlock the next... In order to be a, Not Uncharted just be able to that do... Too, and yeah, and it's just... It, does kind of take me out of it because it is just indiscriminate killing well and so it's actually a thing that the giant bomb crew commented on during the video of this and like i haven't played the 
new set of Tomb Raider games, but in the first one, apparently they kind of make a big deal of the first time Laura has to kill somebody, and now she's just fucking murdering yeah. people. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. Well, like, so in the first one, she is not like Lara Croft yet. Yeah, like she she she's basically in a boat accident and gets stuck on an island with a bunch of fucking murderers. Yeah, right. and um, like I understand she's defending herself, and but I would and. I would just, I would feel this type of way with any game that's like this. It's like, you're just straight up murdering people. Like, but, it's just, well, but then you like, literally should feel about that about every game you play. I mean, like, Monster Hunter, you're just going around killing monsters. I, the little bit of Monster Hunter I played, a lot of those monsters, they're fucking taking naps. Now, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Monster Hunter number one, not Monster Hunter number one, the reason you're fighting these monsters is because they're wrecking the environment and they're causing a ruckus and causing Wait, did issues. they actually, like, make it that, It is like- in story-wise. And number two, even though, yes, I've killed Kieran 56 times, I've only killed Kieran three times. Because story-wise, you, you kill it once and that's how many times you had to fight it. Gameplay-wise, that would make a really boring game if you just had to kill every monster just one time to get everything you ever needed. Because then you but, would never go back to it. But, like, my point is still, like, every game you play, like, you're killing something. Even Mario, you're killing Goombas and fucking Koopas. But like, but you can progress through Mario without killing them. Not always. It's, it's, I mean, you at the very least always kill Bowser. But Bowser's, in Mario 1. But Bowser's kidnapping your, your, uh, your wards and your wife girlfriend i don't but, know what the so, toads are they're, they're like, her wards but i'm just like she's so friggin brutal in this in the gameplay trailer that they showed i'm just like, this is nuts well solely and like i solely because they at least at a point in the series set up that she's weird uh, like it's not common it's not an easy thing for her to do to kill somebody. So, yeah, in, which, the, fir- in the first one, it was hard for her, and now she's just become, like, at least with these people, because this is the same group that was trying to murder her in the second one. Yeah. And apparently, in this one, like, story-wise, she inadvertently does what they are trying to do and starts the apocalypse. Yeah. Um, but, like, the game looks neat. Yeah, oh, um, no. like, oh, it, yeah. It's got, like, the, like, it, they, they, Got um swimming back into it where like the like underwater portions mm-hmm. of it where you know you have to make sure that you find like air or you're going to drown yeah and there are occasionally things in the water that will attack you and yeah it's watching the demo of it was stressful I, like I can't imagine how stressful it's going to be actually playing it yeah in yeah. the old super old Tomb Raider games it was always super stressful going into a swimming area where there was like an alligator or a shark that you knew was going to eventually come for you yeah. like fuck 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 yeah exactly um after that they showed Final Fantasy 14 yep which this was the thing that I figured you'd be excited for cuz it's like two games that I know you actually have a great deal of fondness for how hard um, did this make i not Really? <laughs> he was working. Yeah. So no, I'm, even so I'm like halfway matter. there. No, even I like I I thought about maybe resubscribing, but I not only do I have to resubscribe, but I would also have to buy the expansion in order to do any of this. Oh, that's right. You never got the and I'm, expansion. I am still right, I'm still two patches behind the expansion itself. So I'm 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 like I don't I don't really have the I do have the time because I put 300 fucking hours in Monster Hunter since January 26th, but I don't really like. I don't. You I don't, don't have care. the. Yeah, the I don't care enough to do that in that game. However, because like they, yeah, they. There's new patches for Stormblood, and they're adding the Rathalos into Final Fantasy, as well as like a Palico effect 
and um, I'm sure an emoji or not emoji, uh, whatever it is, uh, like uh, a reaction thing that you can do. But in Monster Hunter World, which I am excited for, they are putting the Behemoth in it from Final Fantasy XIV. That's actually kind of cool. And that comes this summer. Uh, it comes probably next month. So I'm that I'm excited for, and that like made me like pumped because it's it's a game I'm actively playing right now. It's new armor sets, it's new weapon sets, it's it's a like that gets me like happy about it at least. Like that's a good combination. I wish I still played fourteen to be interested, but I'm so far behind in any of that that it wouldn't be worth it for me to try just for one thing. It's understandable. Yeah. Um. After that was um. Another look at um, the awesome adventures of Captain Spirit, which there's not really anything else to add that we hadn't already said in um, in yep. the Microsoft rundown. So I'm going to move on. Uh, Dragon Quest Eleven, Yeah. Which has already been out in Japan for like a year. Yeah. Has it really been Something that like long? That, yeah. yeah. Um, it's coming out September 4th on PS4 and PC. And then there was um, Babylon's Fall, which is a platinum game due out yep. in 2019. Yeah. And I managed to not write down anything else about it, and I don't remember anything about it. I really don't think they gave anything about it. They like showed, they yeah, showed a trailer, a trailer or something. Like there was, I like all I have is I have to keep an eye out. Like they didn't give us anything about it. They didn't talk about it. They just gave us a trailer, and I don't even remember what the trailer. Yeah, it doesn't was look like. like the trailer had anything in it. Yeah. I just, I just kind of like scrubbed through it real yeah, quick yeah, on my no, phone. I mean, it looked like a platinum game. Yeah. So I mean, it might be good. It might be awful. Yeah. Like. That's kind of where Platinum is these days. Yep. Like, yeah. When their games are good, they're great. Every other game they make that's not great, though, is kind of garbage. Yeah. Um, it all depends on what team is making it. Exactly. Um, then we got another teaser for Nier on Xbox, which, awesome. That game is great. More people should play it. Yep. Um, Octopath Traveler um, got a little thing for that. Comes out July 13th. Yep. Um, There's another demo out for it. Yeah, that, that was announced during um, Nintendo. It'll be um, on... It, it comes out today i think today or tomorrow it, it didn't launch the same day yeah um it's in my nintendo notes but yeah there's another demo for it on the switch um cool. that game looks cool and i'm excited for it um yep. some more just cause 4 which looks a lot like just cause 3 you have a parachute and a grappling hook and you shoot things yeah um i, I know just cause 3 didn't really like burn up anything so i'm not sure if 4 is going to uh the quiet man was weird. Yeah, like they started with like this weird live action like thing, and then they went okay, into yeah, and it was like like random like dude with long hair, and then he beat up a bunch of guys in an alleyway. And but like you said, it was like live action, and then like the, it like pans the camera, and when it pans back to the people, their their video yeah. game, and like I think the dude's deaf or something. Yeah, that's the impression I got. Yeah, I, same. Um, yeah, it's weird, but it's, we'll get more about it in August. Yeah, it's PS4 and PC. Yeah. Um, and then we got Kingdom Hearts 3 again. Um, it was like a, it looked like it was just a slightly re-edited trailer from what we saw at Microsoft, because it still had all the Frozen and Monsters, Inc. and stuff in there. And yeah. seemingly <coughs> missing sound effects at points. Yeah. I didn't catch that. All I could catch was Sora's voice really pisses me off. There were times like, where it very clearly seemed like there should have been sound, and there wasn't. Like, yeah, it, the trailer probably didn't have sound, and both places ran the same trailer, yeah. basically. Um, it's still Kingdom Hearts, and it still makes absolutely zero sense. Um, 
that whole his heart in my heart is a real stupid yeah, line. Well, well, that's because Roxas and Sora are one and the same. Yeah, no, no, I get that, but that is one of the dumbest lines. His heart is like that is not a line you put in a trailer to try and convince people to buy your game. Yeah, when like it is universally known that Kingdom Hearts is fucking dense and makes no sense, even the people that played them all. Like so, like um, somebody that used to work at GameSpot literally wrote a book about Kingdom Hearts two, <laughs> trying to explain the story. Because the story makes so little sense to everybody. Yeah. Um, and that was it. Um, we didn't see anything for the Avengers game that they're apparently working on. Mm-hmm. We did not see anything for Final Fantasy VII Remake. Nope. Um, there was nothing for any new Final Fantasy. Nope. And disappointingly, there was no new Yoko Taro game. Yep. So I was kind of hoping, at, like, not that I didn't expect us to get, like, a release date on anything, but I would have just, like, to, like, have them be like, yeah, and he is working on this. Yeah, but also, at the same time, it's probably so early, whatever he's working on. Like, Nier only came out last year. That's true. It, it feels like it came out longer ago. Well, uh, yeah, because it was, like, it wasn't, like, a fall. It was That's last true. March. It was, it's been or, over a year yeah. since it came out. Yeah. But um, it has only been a little over. But yeah, Square was super short and didn't really have, like, there was nothing new. Well, the Quiet Man, I think, was the only new, new thing they announced. Yeah. Um, and even then, like, that was just an announce. We don't well, know uh, anything about it. game was as well. Yeah, but, like, we didn't get anything for that other yeah. than, like, what it's called. Yeah. So, um, but after Square, we went to Ubisoft. And, you know, Ubisoft, like, they generally have a pretty good event. Like, it's, n- it's not stellar, but pretty good. Um, I, I forgot they were at the, con- the, 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 conference so I didn't, yeah so you said you didn't watch any i of didn't it. watch man did you miss a show though oh, yeah God. their show was pretty they okay. opened it up with a parade yeah of people in costumes dancing and a dude in a panda suit all to announce just dance night 2019 and that was it there was no trailer there was There's... no date there was no gameplay it was just people dancing on stage and then the screen said just dance 2019 i don't know i think the best opening with was bethesda's hr video that was pretty good, but... <laughs> I mean... It was totally an HR welcome to the company video. Yeah, but... This was buck wild. Go, go watch, after we're done, the opening to the Ubisoft conference. Watch it with the giant Bob talks over. Yeah. Um, <laughs> because... That, 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 fucking but, seriously, marching band, costumes, panda. Yep. That's how they opened their show. Okay. Um, And then they went into Beyond Good and Evil 2, which... That game looks interesting. Like, I... I never played Beyond Good and Evil, but I can't I, tell you much about what they showed of that game because it was from about seventy feet away. So, <laughs> so they did the like the first two minutes were like all of the the pre rendered cutscenes yeah. and stuff, um, different ones than we saw before. True. Um, and it ended with them showing Jade, who was the the protagonist from the first game. Yeah. Um, this is a prequel though, so this is a younger Jade, and she looks way more aggressive than she apparently ever was in the first game. Yeah. Which is a little weird. I I played the first game. I really liked it. I don't remember anything about it though. Like yeah. it's been so long. It is backwards compatible on Xbox. Like the the HD three sixty version of it is backwards compatible on Xbox, and it's like four bucks digital. I was thinking about buying it just they to see it. what it is. They had it for free on PS three. So if you were keeping up yeah, on your PS, I'm not going to fucking turn stuff? my PS three on. Like I'm not going to go through the hassle of bringing that downstairs and hooking it up when I can pay four bucks and play it on my P- on my Xbox. True. Like. That I, we live in that world. I can, I can spend four dollars to be more convinced. Yeah, true. <laughs> but it's not living up to its potential on its PS on the PS3. What? Because you didn't play it, it's not living up to its potential. I don't understand what you mean. Never mind. Just I, continue. 
Do you understand what he meant? No. Okay, cool. Um, so it, so my, my notes, because I was so confused, was, again, so I put, what is this game? And then a couple, like, just things that were going on in the screen. And then, again, what is this game? And then I put, is it not a prequel after all? And then an arrow, nope, still a prequel, Jade is younger. That's how much sense this trailer made. Yeah. Um, yeah. But then they, they went in, they, they did pre-alpha gameplay footage. But they did the whole, we're going to show the stage from far back and the screen up yeah. there. So you could see the two devs standing on stage what, talking about the footage. I just, uh... um, what you could see of it, though, looked cool. Um, and it's apparently a fairly open world game where like mm-hmm. there are multiple cities on a planet and you can travel between the cities. But you can also get into ships and like go to other planets. Yeah. And I guess... um. Because they, they talked about it on on the the night show at Giant Bomb because they actually got to go see it again and it's and this is probably something from the first game the universe like these people all came into this universe but like traveling into that universe they all got like radiation poisoning and lost the ability to reproduce so everyone in this universe is a clone and the people that are cloned with animals are like cloned with animals because they're basically like slaves. Um, they, um, the, like, depending on what animal you are, kind of puts you in what workplace you are, yeah. essentially. So, like, that's weird. Yeah. Um, but it definitely seems neat, and I'm interested. Um, but they finish it up by Joseph Gordon-Levitt coming out, um, to announce that his company hit, hit record, it, which is that, like, crowdsourced content development thing. Yeah. Like, not crowdfunded, crowdsourced. Yeah. yeah. Um... Is helping with the development of the game. Yeah. So, like, you are going to be able to submit music and artwork for the game, and they're going to have like requests, like like challenges or something like that, of like what they're looking for, and yeah. then people can submit stuff and collaborate with other people submitting stuff to make like tracks and artwork that'll appear in the game. And no one's quite sure if that means that like people are going to like help design actual assets, yeah. or if it's just going to be like Seems graffiti like and like or music well, playing yeah. on radios and stuff like that. Um, it's kind of neat, though. Yeah. They um, will be paid. Oh, they will? Yeah, they, uh, again, this is a thing that the Giant Bomb crew cleared up. Like, apparently, the script got edited, like, last minute, and that was actually supposed to be something that got mentioned on stage, but didn't, and Joseph Gordon-Levitt got out there on Twitter during the press conference and was like, it would creators will be paid if their stuff is used like it's not a f- just publicity type thing that's cool um there's there was no date or anything so no. that game is probably still quite a ways yeah, off it's probably 2020 if um, not later yeah exactly uh then they went into rainbow six siege which is apparently still a game people are playing yeah it's apparently it's very popular it's esports yep so that's cool go esports um trials rising new trials game how, how about that trials guys it's free this month on PS Plus. Well, not, not the this new one, one, but a but Trials game. Yeah. Have you ever played yeah. it? Do you know what the I've, Trials? I've okay. played them before. The, um, the bike games. Whatever, yeah, yeah. yeah, this one looks like more cool Trials stuff. Yeah. Um, I have never played Trials, but want to. So and they apparently got community members that were like big in the games community um, to help make all the tutorial videos on how to play. Yeah. So that's kind of cool. Comes out in February, and it'll be on the Switch. And there's apparently going to be a beta coming. Okay. Trials. Yeah. Trials. Uh, got more Division 2 stuff. Um, uh, specialization, um, and for pro- specializ- specialized progression after the main campaign. Yep. So, like, you'll, you'll play through the game, and then after the game's over, you'll have different, like, things that you can specialize in to, like, progress further. 
um, kind of like in Destiny to an extent. Like, after you beat, like, the story mode is when you normally would go back and get, like, your three subclasses. Because I know, I think you can get all of them during the story, right? If you hit the um, right levels. How did they do it in this one? Uh, no, it wasn't level-based. It was, or maybe it was level-based. I can't remember how they did the, um, I think at a certain point you got a thing that you had to fill up and then you were able to go get your other subclasses. Right, yeah, yeah, that's it. Um, but yeah, so you, I, I honestly, I, for some reason did not write down what the specializations were if they announced them. They did, but they were on the screen, I don't remember. Yeah, but it's at least, it's, it's something to do at the end of the game if you're not into, like, the dark area stuff that, like, the first one had. Yeah. Um, raids, like, official raids are coming to it. Yeah. Um, because Destiny 1 had, or Destiny, Division 1 had raid-like things, but they weren't actually raids. Um. Eight player, I believe they said. Yeah. And then it's going to be, um, there's going to be, like, episodic DLC for it. Okay. That'll be free. Cool. So, at least for the first, so year one DLC will be free. Uh, year two, maybe you have to buy, like, a season pass for it, but then you'll get all of it. Um, then the game is still coming out in March. Okay. Yep. So they did not change it between uh oh, shit. Sunday Let's and Monday, February twenty second. <laughs> that would be fucking hilarious if they if both conferences announced a different date for it. That would have been yeah. Um, Mario plus Rabbids DLC, Donkey Kong Adventure. Yeah. Um, it's you get Donkey Kong, and I believe I'm not sure, but I'm pretty sure one of the Rabbids was a Cranky Kong Rabbit. Yes. <laughs> um. Yeah, I mean, it's, that, that game was really cool already, and, like, the Donkey Kong theme stuff looks like it's gonna just be more fun. Yeah. So, and that comes out in, like, two weeks, June 26th. Yeah. I wanted to get that game, I never did. Um. I heard good things. It's, it is really cool, especially if you like, like, the, the strategy, like, the, yeah, um. Tactic. The XCOMs or the, the Fire Emblems. Yeah. Uh, Skull and Bones. Dan Reichert learned about pirates. Yeah, so. <laughs> so, I, I just wanna see what your reaction is to this. So, we both watched um, the Giant Bomb talks over it. I watched I watched the stream by itself first, and then watched them talk over it. Yeah, because um, sometimes I just now exclusively watch the talkovers because so, so like EA I do um, because I just don't care about EA as much. But the other ones I tend to watch them first by themselves so that I don't miss anything. Because occasionally they'll talk over an announcement. They're or- usually. Fi- pretty good about not talking over or important things. I'll be laughing at something stupid they said and missed that something. Also, that happens too. Yeah. Um, but so they're, they're, they're talking about this game and like on the stream and they're saying, you know, it's piracy and they're, they're basically telling you what a fucking pirate does. Uh, yeah. I want to say like the guy, the presenter from Ubisoft says, uh, merchants were carrying $10 billion in cargo around the Indian Ocean at this time. And so Dan says, wait, they just stole from regular pirates. Just stole from regular people, or like oh stole and murdered people, or like stole people's shit. And ev- the other seven people—is it seven? Six. six. Well, the other six people. Other five. One, there, two, three, four, there are five. six. Yeah. Three on the other five people. Literally, almost like simultaneously, either like he- hand to head or like just like that, like defeated, like drop their head down. Like nobody says anything uh, except like Alex says. I don't think dollars was the preferred currency of the time. And then Vinny goes, wait, what? And then, ev- like, Dan, like, doubles down on the not knowing the pirates stole like, regular he people's literally shit. literally thought pirates just went around <sighs> looking for buried, buried treasure. treasure. And then then everyone just po- lays into Dan for being Why is dumb. he famous? Because he's that stupid. Uh, it's just, he's an idiot. Um, He's a good writer, like, well, to be honest. One of the... 
one of the people on the night show actually made fun of Dan for that. Good. <laughs> Alright, so Skull and Bones. What is um, it? So, it, it still looks cool, but I don't want to play it. Because it's just, it's Assassin's Creed Boat. Okay. Like, that's all it is. It's, it, they took, Ubisoft took the boat mechanics from Assassin's Creed and spun it into its all own, own whole game. Okay. Like, so, it, it looks like it has loot. I, I want to say they showed, like, colored loot in there. Um, you, yeah. There's, like, battles against, like, admiral ships that are way bigger that you'll need multiple people to help take down. Yeah, it's like an online multiplayer version of Assassin's Creed's boat stuff. Okay. So, like, it it looks like it has some of the things I wish Sea of Thieves had. Because, like, I played a little bit of Sea of Thieves on PC using the free trial of Game Pass. And, like, it's just so barren. And, like, the Skull and Bones looks like it has things to be doing. But I don't like the aesthetic of, sea, or of uh, Skull and Bones. Like, it looks too serious. And I, I like the... Like, I was playing... Sea of Thieves by myself on a tiny little boat, and I kind of liked the spinning all the different plates to keep the boat going the way you want it to be going. Like, oh, gotta go move the sails. Oh, gotta lower the, raise the sails, lower the sails, spin, steer the wheel, go look at the map. Like, and it doesn't seem like Skull and Bones has that to it. Yeah, it does. Like, it, it felt very much, or not felt, looked very much like what Assassin's Creed had in it. Yeah. And, like, I hated that. Like, I didn't play all of Black Flag because of that. So, like, the game looks neat. Like, it looks really pretty, and I'm sure people will have a lot of fun with it, but I sure as fuck ain't. Um, after that, though, they moved on to that Transference game. They brought right. Elijah Wood out on stage, and the teleprompter totally cut out at some point because Elijah Wood was staring at it and then went, oh, no, <laughs> and, like, was genuinely like, fuck, what do I do? Yeah. <laughs> and then I guess it picked back up and he was able to keep going. But it, that that was a fun moment. No clue what that game is still. Um, pretty sure it's an FMV game, but FMVR. also maybe a VR game. Mm-hmm. Um, it comes out in the fall, maybe I think. Uh, I, I honestly have no idea. It looks trippy though. Okay. <laughs> um, after that they did that Starlink game, which I totally forgot even existed. Um, the Battle for Atlas. It was the it was the Toys to Life game where okay. you build the spaceship on your controller. I don't know. Did, you probably didn't see that at all last year either. No. Yeah, so I don't it's, remember. So it's this game that they showed last year, where like it's ba- like this thing clamps onto like your controller, and then you actually build a ship onto that, and that becomes your ship in the game. That's so weird. Yeah, and it's gonna be on Switch, which which makes you wonder how's it gonna work on Switch if you're playing in handheld mode, or if you're playing with two separate Joy Cons. But um, the thing that they that they showed for it, and just so my note is kind of cool but meh, and then I cross that out and put a bigger red arrow. Um, because they announced a Star Fox tie-in, so you'll actually be able to get the Star Fox ship and build that, and then have Fox in your game. Interesting. Um, so this is another Ubisoft Nintendo yeah. deal. Um, and but it also makes... only on Nintendo, and who yeah, knows how that's, that's only on the, on the Switch, Switch version. Um, well, I, it's probably gonna be uh like like the the amiibo type, like an RFID. You build it, and then you RFID it, and then I, that's why I would assume. Yeah. Um. Because I believe the amiibos are built into the controller. The RFID sensors are on the controllers. Yes, they're and they're on one of the controllers. Yes. It is the, the, the one that has the, the the black part on it. Yeah, yeah. Um, so it, when they announced Star Fox, though, it made me wonder did they do this to save the game because the game they they realized the game was not going to do well because Toys to Life has completely failed everywhere except for amiibos. Yes. Or was this just something that like 
because Mario vs. Rabbids worked out well, they're like, well, let's see if we can get another one of their characters into our games. Both. That I think it's more of just like, this shit was going to fail miserably, and we have this nice partnership, let's see if they'll let us do it. Uh, yeah. I think it's I think it's more of that, but it's both. Um, the one nice thing was they they had Miyamoto there again. Yep. H- him and Eves had a nice little nice little moment, and um, Eves gave him um a replica of the ship and and a little fox thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and Miyamoto seemed genu- genuinely like please, like that guy just always seems like he's in a he's happy to be there. I love Miyamoto. Yep. Um, and th- after that though, they moved on to For Honor. It's gonna be the the starter is free on PC this week, and they're they're adding some DLC to it. But none uh-huh. of us played For Honor, so it didn't really make a difference. Nope. Um, the the crew two is still a thing. Yep. Um, the, it's got a lot of vehicles. Sure does. Y- you can drive a car, you can ride a bike, you can fly a plane, you can swim in a boat. Well, I guess you're not swimming in a boat unless you're a bad boat driver, and then the boat sinks, and then you kind of are swimming in it. But uh, swimming in a boat. Apparently, the first crew was really bad. I never played it. Like the driving felt bad in it. So. Maybe this one will be okay. Yeah. Um. It comes out on the 29th of June, and they're having their open beta on the 21st, which means it's not a beta. It's yeah. just a demo that they're trying to call a beta. Yeah. At at best, it's a stress test. Yeah. It's absolutely a stress test. But even then, like, that is so close to launch, their stress test is going to do them no good. Yeah. Um. And then they got into Assassin's Creed Odyssey, which... That might be the game that gets me to play an Assassin's Creed again because wow, did it look pretty! Is it a sequel to the last Assassin's Creed, or is it's it kind uh, of a prequel? Yeah, okay. Um, it takes place 400 years prior to Origin. Okay, so Origin, I think I wrote it down. Origin was around 50 BC. Um, Odyssey is 431 BC. Okay, so about about 79 or whatever. Yeah. Um. So you know, pretty big time jump yeah but apparently the um the present day aspect of it is going to be the same character from origin on the same like mission she was on in it i don't know much about that but that is apparently still a thing um but this these two games both of them actually predate the whole like assassin's brotherhood as well as it seems the templars so it is in a very different sort of direction um but socrates is in it socrates yeah crates um and apparently, um, which makes sense because I know they have a bunch of studios, they've been developing this one for three years. So, like, they have been working on it for quite a while, but you can tell by looking at it that it's using a lot of the same engine yeah. and, like, assets. Well, not assets, but, like, well, that's, that's um, generally what they, mechanics. That's too. generally what they did with Assassin's Creed was, yeah. they would, like, Assassin's Creed 2 had three direct sequels to itself. Two. It was it was Assassin's Creed Two, Brotherhood, and Revelations. Um, Revelations. Revelations and Brotherhood. Yeah, Revelations and Brotherhood. No, it was Brotherhood then Revelations. Brotherhood was the best one. Revelations was the one that everyone was kind of meh about. All right. Yeah. Okay. Um. But yeah. So they had they had those. I believe those three were all using like the same stuff. They just slight tweaks and Revelations. They had the zipline thing. Yeah. Yeah. But no. Then, they, like they added like, to each one a little bit. But like they generally used the same like build. For those, and then yeah. they had Assassin's Creed Three, which wasn't all that great, if I remember correctly. It, yeah, and I mean, it was good. Th- three wasn't bad because of the engine. Three was bad because the main character was un. Who who was Connor? Three's Connor, right? Okay, he had no personality, and he just was not fun to play as. Yeah. Um, but no, but like you're right. I was just but, saying, like th- this game looks pretty, like yeah. it's super colorful. Um, 
you can you can wear the fucking helmets that they wore back then with the fucking fuzzy yeah. mohawks on top. Do the fuzzy mohawks move as you run around? Uh, you know what? I don't know. Ah. But um, you can play as a male or a female. Um, okay. It's like Cassandra is the female's name. I forget what the male's name was. Um, I'm curious if it'll be if it'll if there'll be a story way or if it's just you know if you pick to play as the male, the female doesn't exist. If you pick to play as the female, the male doesn't exist. So in Syndicate, they both existed, and you played as both of them because they were twins. I yeah. believe there's there's going to be a story explanation to it. It's not going to be one doesn't exist or the other because hey, you never know. Never know. I, I mean, because they did not touch on it, so. Um, but there's also dialogue choices that will affect things. Okay, that's interesting. So that's something new for these games. Yeah. Um, and it it's still got the the RPG elements that Origins had, like levels and armor and um tech trees and everything. Yeah. Um, and yeah, like I honestly like I I've heard Origin is really good, and I've like contemplated checking that out, but like I there's a real chance I might check out or or Odyssey. Nice. And, oh, and apparently there'll be romance options. So that is making up for the lack of them in Anthem. <laughs> we don't know that Anthem. No, I think they came out and said afterwards that there aren't any. Weird. I, I might be making that up, though, too. So, a um, couple things that... So, that that was the end of Ubisoft. Um, there was no Splinter Cell announcement, which a lot of people expected. Yeah. Um, and there weren't really any unknown games announced, either. Like, it was all a lot of, like, known quantities and DLC, but it was, st- it was still actually a fairly good show. Yeah. Um... After that, we got to Sony, which Sony was weird this year. That it was. Um, so it opened up in this church setup. They, they were using like a church tent. Yeah. So like, but they had it like, like it, they had the benches. People were standing. They had like an altar and all. Sean Layden comes out, makes a joke about it being church. Tells everybody they don't have to um, go to church on Sunday. Yeah. Th- th- this counts for that. And to not be concerned if you've seen Kingsman. Yeah. Um. And then it turns out that they did that because that is the setting for the opening of the trailer for The Last of Us that they show. Yeah. They also, before that, had a guy come out and play the banjo for way too long. Yeah. But it was like a weird... Ba- it wasn't a normal yeah. banjo. I've never seen that before. It had a guitar... Str- it had guitar strings and a guitar headstock. Oh, I didn't even really notice that. And a that. banjo body. I didn't take note of that. But it sounded like it was the song that they played throughout the trailer for... Yeah, it was. It was. But it went on way too long. Yeah. Um, But The Last of Us 2 trailer looked... Friggin' amazing. But you're okay with that murdering? That's different. Because you're in a, 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 a post-apocalyptic world where, like, it's different. It's a different kind of murdering. And, like, it is it is different. Like That sounds a little hypocritical to me. Hypocritical to what? To, no. to what you were saying about Tomb Raider. But she's not like, in a post-apocalyptic so she, world where, she's like... On, she's trapped on an island with a bunch of fucking murderers. And she's one of them. And so is Ellie. Ellie is... I mean, look, I know, it's going to be, like, Ellie's defending herself, but Ellie's defending herself because no. she has to. Ellie wasn't defending herself. Ellie fucking saw them and shot first. They were going to shoot her. Not if she stayed hidden. And, and she could have stayed hidden, I'm sure. No, like, that was the, that was the whole point. Like, you're fucking out to kill those motherfuckers. Because, so, the trailer, just to, to jump back, the trailer opens up where you're at, you're basically at a dance. Yeah. Um, And you're, you're talking to, to some random guy, and then a girl comes up, and you go dance with her and there's a little bit of dialogue, and then you kiss her, or she kisses Ellie, I should say, and then it cuts to some other point in time where Ellie's out just fucking murdering people. Um, Super brutal, but really, like, brutal in that way that, like, it's not overly violent. 
Like, yeah. like I, I don't disagree with you. Like, like some of the Tomb Raider stuff seemed overly violent. This stuff seemed like, like yeah, this is probably how the world would be. Yeah, and, but it's like, if you look, and to compare the between the two, Ellie has to do this because these people are coming to kill her people, and they straight up gutted a guy that was hanging by his hands. Like, they showed you, they cut him from top of chest down, and his intestines were yeah. flopping out. No, look, I'm not saying that they're good people, but the people in Tomb Raider are bad, too. They're literally trying to end the world. Yeah, but... Like, they kind of deserve to die. But what it, But They when have she saved three games trying to unleash evil on the world. But when she saves the world, they're still dead. Yeah, because if they're not dead, they're going to just keep trying to end the world. And all these people have families. You don't know that. They could. <laughs> you don't know they don't. Yeah, maybe their families are all a bunch of Nazis. Now you're a Nazi sympathizer? Well, if they're Nazis, then go ahead and kill them. Um... But yeah, so as far as the Last of Us trailer goes, I bet that so in the very first teaser they showed, you have that thing where like Joel walks in and asks if she's really going to do it, and she says, "I'm going to kill all of them." Yeah, I bet that girl gets murdered because it sounds like she is one of the people going out on the patrol with them on um, the next day, and that is who Ellie is trying to avenge. I could see it. Probably, I'm probably wrong because they'll probably they probably expect you to put those pieces together. Um, but that seems logical to me. But it also, to me, because the way they were talking and the things they were saying, like, they're afraid of you and maybe they're afraid of Ellie. Um, it, it made me think that that was a past experience. That's what and I mean. And everyone's afraid of her. Oh. Everyone's afraid of Ellie because of what she did to all those people to, def- to like. But no, so they, so the last line of the trailer, the girl, like the girl that you're dancing with, she, she leans into Ellie and says they should be terrified of you. Like, like, jokingly. So I don't think, I think that, that whole combat scene was after the fact. Like, I don't think that was happening before. It's either that or most of the community knows that she was bitten but never turned. I mean, that's possible. Um, they also confirmed that Joel is still alive, which a lot of people yeah. weren't sure if maybe he was actually dead and that's who she was trying to avenge. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he, he is alive. That he was not in this trailer at all, but. Yeah, but he is right. He was mentioned. Um. Well, we think. Wait, say that again? They don't say Joel. Yeah, they do. Do they? No, they say they, your they old say man. your old man. Oh, I thought they actually. I thought one of them actually said the name Joel. I don't, I don't think so. I don't remember hearing Joel. They just said your old man. I might have to watch it again just to see. Which you know probably means Joel, but could theoretically. Yeah, I mean it's definitely the same cult that we saw in the previous trailer. Yeah. Um, because they basically do the same thing. They hang somebody and fucking eviscerate them. Yep. Um, the the game looks absolutely brutal. Yeah, with the combat. Um, I thought that there were some really cool touches though, like the um when she's running after she runs out of ammo and picks up the bottle and throws it like very like seamlessly, which was a thing that they started doing in Uncharted Four. There were a couple scenes where like you were you had a bar fight, and if you were near the bar, you could actually like grab the bottle and like smash somebody with it. Yeah, it wasn't quite as seamless as they showed it there. So I'm wondering if they've made it better. Yeah, very it, well could. It could also just be that, like, they planned that out to happen that just that way. Also. And they, yeah. you know, spent three weeks playing it over and over again to get that to come out just right for the video. Yep. Absolutely. But, I know um, that, that's exactly what they no, did. It is, but it would be nice if, like, it is that smooth that if you have things timed right, you can do it. Yeah. Um, the crafting seemed pretty straightforward and easy, too. Like, yeah. They pulled up the crafting and made arrows, like, on the spot, like, in the middle of combat. Um, 
Yeah, I, I'm 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 really excited for it. I'm probably not going to play Tomb Raider next and play the remastered version of Last of Us next, just because <laughs> I'm like, that's how much this game got me into it and got me excited for it. Um, and then this is where Sony just fucking lost everybody because it cut to an intermission about 13 minutes into their conference or that their event, um, because they had to move everybody from that room to another room. Yeah, and apparently. Best part about this, all the press and people that were there um, did not know what was happening between things. So, like, they talked about a couple things and announced a few things in that intermission that literally those people had to go on Twitter and start, like, texting their friends to find out what the fuck was happening. <laughs> yeah. Um, so they announced uh, God of War is going to have a new game plus coming yes. to it. Um, Call of Duty Black Ops 4, um, I, they showed a little bit of a trailer for it. And they announced that PS or that Black Ops Three is free on PS Plus as of Monday night. Yeah, and uh, Black Ops Four is getting a bunch of new maps. Yeah, um, and then they they ran through all the um, Road to E Three games and announcements again. Yeah, and they showed that um, Destiny trailer where they show Cade, and then they like pan away from him. Apparently, Cade's dead. Cade is an EXO, and um, technically, EXOs don't always can't. It's not that they don't always die, but if they die, their memory can be brought into another EXO. That's why Cade is Cade 6. He has died six times. Okay. So he can then, in turn, become Cade 7. Okay, because I... So, like, one of the ones in there is, I think, the gun guy, he's Banshee 29. He's been brought back 29 okay. times. That makes more sense, then. Yeah. Um, Because the one thing that... So GameSpot does, like, their, like, stage show. Yeah. And they had somebody from um, Bungie up talking about it. And they made it sound like Cade dying is like a permanent thing. It could. So, well, the thing is, they shot his ghost before they shot him. So it could be a technical permanent thing, but at the same time, like I said, it's, he's an EXO. There is a way f because of their numbering system and what they do. He, yeah, they could bring him back. Okay. Um. After that, though, they got back to showing games, and they they showed Ghost of Tsushima. That game looks awesome yeah it, i it's fucking samurais and ninjas yeah um unfortunately no clue when that game's coming out 2025 i honestly maybe um i mean it's a sucker punch game they have not had anything else in quite a while so i think the last game they had was infamous um second son or let yeah. last late i guess would be the last thing which i think came out the year after second son so yeah. 2014 2015 yeah so like they've had some time if they've been working on this the whole time which I believe they have, because apparently um, they actually went to Tsushima, which is a place in Japan or China. Like, I don't know exactly which country it's in. I'm assuming Japan because it's samurai. Samurais. Yeah. Um, but you never know, because, like, in that period, like... It was all, like, just the Orient. Well, well no, not, not just that. Like, um, there were a lot of wars in China that, the, that Japan was involved well, in. They're being invaded by the Mongols, which... The Mongols tried to invade Japan, too. Did they? Okay. As far as, I mean, I'm... I'm 90% sure. That's what the Great Wall was built by in China, was to defend from the Mongolians. Yeah, so. but um, but either way, like, Sucker Punch actually went there, and apparently, like, to a it's a really small village, and or town, I guess, and somebody there gave out a business card to somebody, which then ended up in their local newspaper, that this video game company was there making a game. <laughs> um, this was in, like, 2014, though. Nobody ever heard about this. Wow! <laughs> like it never that 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 town is so small it never left that town. Wow! Nice. So this was actually still a like a surprise announcement. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, it looks super cool. I 
I like that you can. It looked like um you can shoot arrows with ropes to traverse like buildings and all. Yeah. But otherwise, yeah, like the combat looked super cool, and I'm excited for that. Yeah, I I'm really excited to see more for that game. Um, downside to this was at the start of Ghost of Tsushima, it was 35 min- minutes into their press conference. That was only the second new game we'd seen. Yeah. Um, and every new game, for the most part, if I remember correctly, they had some sort of musical interlude before or during or with it. It was really just those two because the other ones had like just weird little like, um, it was like dream, it was from the, the Quantic Dreams game, or not Quantic Dreams, Media Mo- Molecule game Dreams. Yeah. yeah. Um, like weird little music interludes there. Um, but yeah, the, uh, this one had like a dude playing like a weird wind flute thing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but after that, they showed Control, which is a new Remedy game. Mm-hmm. So it looked very much like uh, Quantum Break, yeah. but it's not. Mm-hmm. Um, you have Force Powers, which was cool. Um, Had a crazy gun that could change? Yeah, yeah I, I guess only certain people in that world get that gun, and you happen to be one of the people that get that gun, like you're like a supervisor or something. Um, yeah, I don't know. It looked interesting, though. Yeah, it definitely seems cool, and it comes out next year. Yeah. So, um, this was probably one of the more exciting things. The Resident Evil 2 remake got revealed. Yeah, finally. looks really cool. Yeah. Um, like, they did a really good job, like, redoing all that. And it comes out on the 29th, so the same yeah. day at... 29th of January, the same day as Kingdom Hearts 3. Which, I mean, I'm... That's gonna be great, because, like, I've been... That was... I believe that was my first Resident Evil game I beat, and that is oh, my... Nice. By my all-time favorite Resident Evil game. Like, I beat that game, like, three or four times. I wanted to do all the scenarios and unlock everything. Like, there was a way you could, like, fight Tyrant. Like, I was trying it for all that shit. Like, it was my favorite uh, Resident Evil game. So I'm just pumped for this game to come out. Um, Yeah, it did look really cool. And honestly, I think that Kingdom Hearts is going to get delayed at least one more time. So it'll probably get the 29th to itself. Probably, because Kingdom Hearts coming out February 22nd, 2019. No, no, f- no. Uh, Kingdom Hearts is going to come out in March. February, no. Kingdom Hearts is going to come out oh, February oh, oh, oh. 22nd, 2020. No, no, no I, <laughs> honestly, like, look, look at, look at Final Fantasy 15. Announced for September, came out in November. Okay. Two months. It's going to get delayed two months. Okay. Um, re- the, uh, a new game from the Rick and Morty creators, which I could, I don't yeah. think any of us care about. Nope. Um, Trover saves the universe. Yep. Uh, when I wa- I'm like, this looks very Rick and Morty. Like, yep. yeah, no, it, it's by it's a Justin Rowland game. And yeah, like I think Rick and Morty's neat, but like the more often that they literally just put the same character dynamics it, in more things, it just Rick makes it less and less funny. Morty yep. walked into bathtub. It man's- wasn't Morty, but it was literally Justin Rowland doing the Morty. Yes, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, like it wasn't, uh, but it was. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then they showed the Kingdom Hearts three Pirates trailer. Yeah, the Pirates of the Caribbean stuff. Which looked really cool. Like, it was realistic-looking Johnny Depp and Orlando Bro- yeah. Bloom and shit. It looks all really cool. But again, Sora's voice just drives me nuts. Um, and I'm sorry, I just have to say it. That was where they announced that they were going to package all four of them together for PS4. Okay. Yeah. Or all all three of the releases together, I should say. I remember well, them, like, I it was because it was right, a quick four. thing. <laughs> well, no, because there's a lot more than four games. But, yes. They're doing it in four games, but there's a lot more than four um, and then we saw Death Stranding, which, are you a UPS delivery guy? Yep. Like, I, like you're a po- my, or, I yeah. forget what it said on his. But my, my notes for this is, Death Stranding visually looks stunning. Is that a body? I feel like I'm watching Lord of the Rings. Uh-huh. Ouch, because he pulls his freaking toenail out of his toe. I thought about Lord of the Rings, too. Okay. World looks expansive, and then at the end of it, what the heck did I just see? Yeah, um. Yeah, okay. There's something about time falls away if the monsters get you. 
So I guess you can lose time if the, the invisible monsters catch you. Um, I think the babies power the suits because like, so Norman Reedus takes the, the black jar, plugs it into his suit and the baby sh- and like it like clears up and you see the baby in there and then his suit starts doing weird stuff. Yeah. So I feel like maybe they're just using babies as batteries, like in the matrix. Maybe. Um, Maybe. There's like he's he's got like an extinction level event coming up on him. Yeah, like, like it's so fucking weird. I have like I want it to just be like a walking simulator where you're just delivering packages. Yeah, it, and like if if you take too long, an invisible monster comes and gets you. That's what they mean by time falling away. You're running out of time to deliver the packages before the 9 p.m. delivery guarantee. <laughs> you know that probably could be it. I I don't put it past Kojima, but I just I really don't know anymore with this game. Um, yeah, it, I'm right there with you. Um, I will still be buying. It, I mean, it won't be out for four more years, so, Fair. um, actually, after they show Neo 2 is a thing. Yep. Which, cool, people really seem to like Neo. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then they went to Spider-Man, which is probably my favorite game that they showed off at E3. Oh, that game looks amazing. So, it's got a bunch of villains, which was cool to see. Um, biggest complaint about the villains, the Rhino was not Russian enough. <laughs> His name is Alexei. He's fucking Russian. Yeah. I mean, they gave him a little bit of a Russian accent, but not enough. Um, it was really cool that they were, they, that they showed all of those villains, like, in the raft like that, though. Yeah. Um, Spider-Man was a little quippy, which is right. Like, I'm yep. glad they got that. Yeah. Um, Traversal looks really good. Um, the only thing that, that kind of has me a little, not iffy on the game, but just perturbed, is it looks like, like they're gonna have a lot of chasing. And that's never fun to do. No. Because that's they, fair. The last trailer they showed it, we have to chase down the helicopter stealing the thing, and in this one you have to chase Electro. And yeah, it didn't look like a super long chase, and it's like broken up a few times, but, but it's still, still yeah. yeah, like I don't want to chase people. No, yeah, um, lot a lot of like fan servicey sort of things, like with the raft and the villains and stuff like that. Um, it looks like it might be Arkham type combat, which I know people have said before. Which yeah. that's fine. Like the Arkham combat worked well for that type of game. Yep. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think what else was there. Um, Who do you think the last villain is? So it, it kind of depends. Um, it could be like Venom because it did sound kind of like thwippy. Um, when like the character showed up. Um, but apparently Dan Slott helped write the script for this, so it could be Octa- o- um Doctor Octopus. Um, because if you look, so there were five villains there at the end before he said you. There were and six. like no, there were five of them. It was Scorpion, v- uh, Vulture, Rhino. The negative man, uh, Electro, and there was, I swear to God, no, there was... That's it, because so, I counted it. So I went to see if maybe, like, if you said the same things. So I wrote them down, too, as they appeared. You had Electro showed up first, then Rhino, then Scorpion, then Vulture, and then the negative man was at the end. Um, so th- that's five of, of six. Okay. Negative man wasn't part of the Sinister Six, it should have been Sandman, but yeah. they've already shown negative man in the game, so that kind of makes yeah. sense. Dr. Octopus is the next logical one because he is usually the one that gets the Sinister Six together. Yeah. I thought I saw that there were six. I can't remember who the last one was. Um, my favorite, though, it was Aunt May. Somebody said that. Aunt May? Yeah. Because <laughs> she she wants you to fucking show up and do your chores for a change. <laughs> but this is an older Spider-Man, so... Yeah. He's been Spider-Man for like eight years, I believe. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I am, I am super excited for this game, and I'm so glad it comes out in September. Yeah. Um, and apparently from, from some of the reactions, people got to play it at, at Sony's booth. Um, Swinger on the City feels amazing, and the combat's good, and people are really liking it so far. Good. Yeah. Um, and that brings us to... There was one more thing in Sony 
that other From Software game. Oh yeah, and that I, I uh, didn't that was see that technically so. after. Yeah, so that wasn't part of the actual press event. That was yeah, it was the one of their show. it was like their post show intermission type thing. But I, I don't even remember the name of the game. And uh, I don't know anything about it because I didn't yeah, see the trailer. It's a VR game. No, it's a VR game, and they didn't really give you anything about it because it's just a trailer of them talking. So then why did you even bring it up? I'm just saying, like, it was, there was something else. You Man, missed it. It's it, almost it, 11 o'clock. We gotta it move It wasn't on. actually part of their, their <laughs> um, press conference. Yeah. It doesn't count. I mean, they, they, there wasn't really even a press conference. Sony's was super weird and I did not yeah. enjoy it. Yeah. And I feel like they are falling back into the trend of cocky PS3 era Sony that just didn't get what the people wanted. And that's kind of disappointing. Um, anyway. Nintendo. Nintendo yes. had their, their direct on Tuesday morning, as they normally do. Um, they showed off a Gundam game that wasn't a Gundam game. Daemon uh, X Machina or something like yeah. that? Yeah. Um, it looked like Gundams fighting other larger Gundams. Cool. It was neat looking. It was very cool looking. Um, I will totally check it out, probably, um, unless yeah. it ends up... Unless by the time it comes out, we've seen more and it's actually hot garbage. But it's, it's due out in 2019. Um, there's DLC expansion stuff for Xenoblade Chronicles 2. Yeah. Um, okay. Torna the Golden Country. Which sure. I need to play. I want to play the first Xenoblade Chronicles and then I want to play Chronicles 2, but. So I actually, I, I just picked up Chronicles 2 and started it yesterday. Yeah. Um, I played for like two hours and haven't gotten anywhere. Yeah. That's... But that's typical for that type of game. It's neat though. Yeah. Um, I don't like the combat so far, but I also haven't gotten the girl yet. And I know like that changes the combat yeah. up. Cause like right now, all I can basically do is hit with my sword and every so often I can shoot a harpoon. Yeah. Um, but I got, I just hit a part where I have like party members and they can do a whole bunch of shit because they're the drivers with the blades. Yeah. So I'm looking forward to actually getting a blade that I can then yeah do stuff with. Um, but yeah, it's, it's DLC. It comes out in September. Yep. Um, Pokemon. Yeah. They showed Pokemon. Let's go. And, um, you comes with every Pokeball plus that they sell. Okay. Yeah. That, that was kind of the big thing. And holy shit. Did that thing look tiny in Reggie's hand? Like Reggie it's gonna is a be large tiny. Dude. Reggie I is mean, a large. It is dude, going to be tiny, be... but when they showed it in the trailer, it looked a little bit bigger. Like not big, but like not like yeah. like your fist. Like it's like a keychain, but like it looked like it was a tic tac in Reggie's hand. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um. Super Mario Party. Which okay. That's like some of the things they showed with that. Like they had the two switches where you could like rearrange the map or so whatever. That is a different mode. So you have your traditional Mario Party mode, yeah. where like. You roll the dice and you move around the board and collect stars and everyone hates their life. Yeah. Okay. Um, and then they have this other mode. I forget what they called it. Um, GameSpot actually did a demo of it on their stage um, today um, where that's where the two switches come into play. And like the one that they showed on the stage was bananas. And it's like each each screen has different pieces of like a banana. Okay. And you basically line the two screens up to make the proper picture. But you actually have to figure it out like because like each screen has three 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 edges have bananas on it, basically. And two of those... One edge on each screen actually matches up, so you have to figure out which one of those yeah, actually okay. match up together. And then swipe it, and it'll tell you, and it'll tell you that, that you got it right or wrong. Yeah. It was neat. That that part was neat. Yeah. Um, the rest of it was just normal Mario just Party. Mario Party, which I'll probably get, because I am a glutton for punishment. Um, comes out on October 5th. Oh, cool. Yeah. Um, I was excited for the next one, Fire Emblem. Yeah, Fire Emblem right, Three right. Houses. Yeah, how many releases do you think they'll have? Three. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> no, honestly, I think this might be just a yeah. single release because yeah. it's a Switch game. It's not a 3DS game. Yeah. Um, it looks really nice though because I'm used to the 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 3DS DS Fire Emblems, yeah. which are 
3DS games and it, don't look great. It's got the classic Fire Emblem gameplay. Uh, the worlds look like they're kind of like free roaming, like no more of this just like set story. Like you can actually run around in the places that you're at. And so, stuff. like in the last one, um, you could actually like you had an avatar that you could move around with to, and go to different areas. But then whenever you went into a building, it was just that like set piece story with like the the heads popping up. Yeah. Um. But yeah, this one does look more like you can actually just walk around and go talk to people. Yeah. And it looks like you get like large armies. It's not just, you know, you have eight people to take into a fight. Interesting. They were showing things where it's like, here's your character. And then here is an entire battalion of archers <laughs> that fire like yeah. a, an array of arrows at like the enemy. Yeah. So I'm, I'm excited to see what that actually ends up being like. Yeah. And it's supposed to be spring of next year. Yeah. So spring 2019 is what they're aiming for. Um, the Fortnite was on Switch. But, yeah. Um, Overcooked 2. Yeah. It's happening. Um, a couple things that they showed was you can throw ingredients to each other now. Okay, cool. Um, and apparently you don't have to always put the plate down first. You can put a plate on top of food and it works out that way too. <laughs> Alright. Um, and the, uh, um, in some levels the kitchens will actually like dynamically change as you're playing. That yeah. happens in one. I thought one was more like things like slid and like rotated, like, like, if you were on a boat, well, like, the, the kitchen would slide back and forth. Okay, so what do you... I don't... I think this means, like, counters will disappear. Yeah, like, I mean, the, the way they showed it, like, uh, the the walls around the kitchen just completely fall off, and, like, a counter, like, readjusts something. Like, they said it was new to the game, which okay. is why, like, we're pointing it out. Because I, I had seen, like, the boat level, I believe it was, where, like, as the, the boat rocks, like, your kitchen slides back and forth and, yeah. like, creates a different pattern depending on what side of the kitchen you're on, so you have to adjust for that. But this was actually more of a, like, like your kitchen's going to change and stay that way. Like, one of the characters got stuck at a certain spot because the kitchen changed. Well, So like, they like, couldn't really move beyond, like, up and down instead of all around the middle. So, like, in the first one, there's a level where it's, like, three halves of trucks, and the top half will move between the two bottom parts, and, like, the, the food prep area is in the top half, the where you deliver the food is in the bottom left and where you wash the dishes is in the bottom right so like you have to dynamically move the thi- like be like moving and throwing things in the way you can in that game which is like hit the dash button and then let go and the stuff will have momentum and like you can like fake throw things to the other truck and okay so there's things like that where like you'll you'll be stuck in a spot for a little bit and trying to get things done while you can but right. I'd have to see what it showed yeah. in this. Did you, see exactly you said you didn't watch Nintendo, right? No, I did not. Um, the other thing they showed was Killer Queen, which is like an arcade game that's going to be on Switch. Yeah. I'm totally indifferent to it. I've heard yeah. it's a really interesting arcade game because it's this weird like 10... I want to say the arcade game's 10 player and like there's a queen on each team and then four worker bees. Yeah. And like it's this weird it was, game. To me, it was Joust with Bees. Yeah, uh, th- it has a joust vibe yeah. to it, from what I know of it. Um, they then uh, the next thing they showed was uh, Hollow Knight is coming to the Switch with all the DLC, which is cool. Um, they talked about Octopath Traveler real quick, which uh, comes out on the thirteenth of July. Fourteenth of July, I thought. I wrote seven thirteen. Okay, but the demo is the fourteenth of June. Okay, so I I wrote that I wrote on the fourteenth for both. Okay, but I believe that the, I was guessing at the fourteenth, so I believe that. You are right on the 13th. Yeah. Um, and then they had a game release montage. 
which um, I wrote down a couple of them. I they went so rapidly I couldn't um, even. Dragon Ball Fighters, um, Captain Toad, Crash Insane, Minecraft, Carcassonne, that game Ark that I know you've talked about wanting to play on Xbox a few times. Yeah. Um, and a bunch more. Yeah, just tons of games. And then they spent the next half an hour talking about Smash Brothers. Yes. So it's uh, it's Super Smash Brothers Ultimate. Um, I get, the big thing about it is it is going to have every Smash Brothers character they've ever had. It's not enough characters. No, I mean it's only sixty four of them. Sixty five because they're adding two new ones. It's the Inklings, and they're also adding Ridley in this one. Well, no, so the Inklings, Inklings are sixty four, and Ridley is sixty five. Okay, I'm sorry. For some reason, I thought you said 66 a minute. No, I said 65. Yeah, so 65. Rid- I could care less about Ridley. That looks stupid. I mean, it's um, still, like, I'm surprised it took them this long to kind of throw an additional, like, Metroid thing in there. Like, uh, um, and I guess technically there's more than that because all the Echo characters are the same number as their non Echo. So, yeah. like, Dark Pit, Daisy, Lucina. Um, Lucina. Um, they're technically, like, you know, that's three extra characters that are technically just reskins of other characters but their animations are going to be a little different and they might have slightly different play styles it's not really clear how they were putting that in the Uh trailer no it looks like their play style is going to be the same but at least they're gonna they're gonna animate differently yeah uh a couple of like they added uh an alternate skin for pikachu as a female pikachu now which is adorable because it's got a little heart tail um the final smashes are, are now just more cinematic than they are like like, for instance, uh, Wa- Wario's, if you activate it, he comes like, superhero Wario, and then you have to run around chomping on people, now it's just you activate it, and you punch somebody, and it does its animation. It's no longer like that long run thing, it's quick and to the point. Uh, let's see. GameCube controller is gonna work with GameCube it? GameCube controllers are going to work with it, which is really neat. Uh, I have, I bought the, uh, Smash Brothers for Wii U, and I have the GameCube adapter thing, so, which we, I think we already know is gonna, was, is able to work with the Switch, so yeah. that's so, going to be awesome. Yeah, and you're going to... So it lo- the game is going to start with the, the original roster. So the original, like, eight characters, I think it was, from the very first Smash Brothers game. Oh, wow. And as you play, it's going to just quickly unlock characters for you. So they, they made it sound like you're. it is not going to be a tedious thing to unlock characters. And that's good. It, the, playing through the game should just regularly have you unlocking people to play. Yeah. Like, I'm sure it's going to be the same as it was with previous iterations where, like, to unlock this one, you, you gotta do this specific thing, but there's 65 characters in this game, so to unlock them all, like, you're probably just eventually going to do that specific thing without having to try I, to do it. I kind of wish they were just unlocked. I'm sure that, like, well, they have to get give some, like, no. Replayability to it, I guess? I it's know. a fighting game. Smash Brothers? Like, it's a fighting game. Smash Brothers is not a fighting game. It's a fighting game. But it's no. a battle game. Smash Brothers. A, a battle it, arena. It's a battle game, but B, they've always had, like, a story mode or something no, in them. And some... No, only Brawl and Melee? Okay, well, so two of the last the... five. Or two of the. Brawl and Melee. Actually, did Melee? No. Or did no. Brawl? Only melee. Uh, there's subspace emissary. That's only one. Yeah, that was only in melee, right? I think. Or was it in brawl? I don't remember. It's yeah, I can't remember which them. one was which. That's the only like story mode. Like the only not fight the thing it, while you play through the game mode. It was in brawl. That's so melee the, had an adventure mode. Wh- which one's which- brawl? <laughs> brawl is the Wii. Wii. Okay. 
Um, Melee had the adventure mode, which was not the same thing as the subspace. Like, subspace emissary was an actual story. Yeah. Where you, um, like, it, it play, it had you play as different characters in different stages as, like, part of the story. Like, you would come across, like, um, Ness, and, like, the next level you'd be running through it as Ness. Yeah. Um, the adventure mode was literally, like, you pick Mario and you run through a bunch of, like, pre-made courses as Mario. Yeah. But just running through those naturally just unlocked a bunch of characters. And if they're probably going to have that in there with 65 characters, playing through it once, you're probably going to unlock 20. Like, it's going to be so easy to unlock characters. It's just, I guess they're trying to push for some replayability instead of just smash. I mean, that's how those games always were. You always have to unlock the characters, so it doesn't surprise me that you have to. I understand your point, though, that you would like like them to just be there. Day one, literally second one, I want to be able to play that with four people, the three four, five, six, seven other people, and Up have to eight. all 65 characters just there. Well, you better... A, you're going to have to buy a Switch. Otherwise, well, you can't do it at all. Yes. Um, <laughs> B, you better play a whole bunch as soon as it comes out to unlock all those characters. Well, then, like, that's why I said second one. I want to be able to just use all the characters. Like, Look, that's legit, like... A turn off for me if I can't, if the character's just there. And I, I can actually understand that. In a fighting um, game in 2018. It's not a fighting game. It's a fighting game. It's not. There's It'll no... be ranked. Oh, I hate you. Um, it comes out December 7th though. Yeah. So it's not that far away. Um, from what, from the people that got to play it that I've heard online so far, um, it plays exactly like the Wii U version did. So that's probably why they're getting it out as quickly after the launch of the Switch, because they didn't have to do anything other than remake some character assets. Yeah. Because you figure they pro- they probably just kind of, like, ported all the Wii U assets over, and then they just had to make the other assets for the game. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, and since since they didn't add a bunch of new characters, where they also would have to come up with, like, move sets and balance and everything, the, the, it cut back on, kind of, the development time, I would think. Um... They also claim that there's over 10,000 changes, like, t- like tweaks like you were talking about before, yeah. um, and, like, minor things, like Donkey Kong's eyes bulge. Uh, yeah. Link's bombs are time- are remote bombs now from, because they're using that based off of uh, Breath of the Wild instead of other yeah. Zelda games. Um, there's, uh, you can now see, uh, Cloud's limit gauge at the, yeah. uh, like, at, above his head, and certain characters that have, that would normally, like, have limited use of their abilities have gauges above them, instead of just you having to guess. Stuff like that. Yeah, and that was basically all of their thing. Like, yeah. they, they they showed us all the characters once, and then they went back and said, okay, now we're gonna show you all the characters again and talk about them. And then they showed us a bunch of other kind of inconsequential stuff about all the characters a third time. So, they obviously did not have a whole lot to do for this Nintendo Direct. Yeah. Um, and, like, it, there was no Metroid, which kind of bummed me out. Like, we didn't get anything for Metroid Prime 4. Like, last year they told us it was in the works, but, like, no mention of it at all this year. Yeah, I'm sure they probably just don't, like, they, they said it was in the works, but they probably don't have anything worth showing at this point. No, I mean, that's, that's definitely the case. It's just, a, it's a bummer. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And th- that was the last press conference. Now the show floor is open and people that actually are there are getting to play stuff. Yeah. Um, What did you guys think, though, of E3 this year? I, I'm I'm not disappointed with the announcements. I'm disappointed with the fact that I'm probably not going to be able to do anything with half with ninety percent of them because I just I don't won't have the time or money to do it. But the announcements themselves, like I, like it's been a few years since I actually like put time down to watch E3, and for me, I'm like this is all neat stuff. I don't know what was announced the year before. I don't know what like 
to compare it to, and I'm just sitting here like, this is all neat stuff, some of this just boggles my mind, Death Stranding, and some of this just makes me super excited, uh, Smash Brothers and Spider-Man, and even some, like, even, like, the Command & Conquer game for the mobile and stuff, I'm like, it, all around, I'm like, I'm not upset with what I heard, and I don't think, like, you're ranking, like, worst and best, and I'm like, they all well, gave me stuff. I, I'm not really ranking worst and best. It's just e- EA and and Square were the two worst. Well, EA and Square were were like well, Square absolutely was the dumbest thing in the world. They really didn't need one. And EA was EA was EA, and like they showed stuff about Anthem, which I am interested in. So I I wasn't upset. But that was about- it. Like the like the the rest of their thing was super disappointing. And, and also with like weirdly paced and laid out, like. Why they weren't doing like that Q and A while also showing the gameplay stuff was weird and like yeah. EA's was just weird. EA is not good at them. No, no, they're not good at them. I'm just I'm not disappointed with what I saw because what I saw like the things I was interested in. I but it was saw. one thing out of an hour. And, well, yeah, an I, hour and a half. I, where's my EA? That like there we go. EA was at the was the first, first. thing we talked yep. about. And so let's see. Um, uh, this is the back of the page, but yeah, Anthem, uh, the Command and Conquer game. Okay, sorry, two things. Uh, okay, and a little bit of Battlefield Five and Unravel Two. Oh, all right. Yeah, so there was, there was had stuff. They just they 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 don't put on a good show. No. Yeah, like they still put on a show like the mid two thousands when it was still very much an industry only event. But now that these things, like a, now they're not even part of the actual industry event anymore, and they're they're trying to. They try to market this thing as, like, for fans and all, and it just isn't. Yeah, and, like, I was... That was the only one I watched at home, and I was with no distraction other than my phone, which I wasn't even really looking at, because I don't really do Facebook or whatever anymore. I was actively disinterested in a lot of EA's press conference, to the point where I literally don't remember that they talked about NBA Live at all. Like, I did not remember that 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 happened. That is EA every year for everyone. Um, But, um... What did you think overall, though, of this year's stuff? Overall, good. Like, a lot, a lot of announce- cool stuff. Some of it we already knew. Some of it had been long rumored. But, like, really nothing disappointing other than, I guess, Square's press conference was, like, the only disappointing thing. Because it was, like, you had a press conference and this is what you showed? Like... Yeah, and I don't know. I, At least for me, it... Nothing... Like, it, it was not a bad year. But it felt like no. one of those years where, like... There was not ne- there wasn't that hype moment. Like there wasn't that yeah. one more thing that was like, "Oh shit, really?" Like cuz like the closest thing you got was um uh Cyberpunk 27. Yeah. Thank you. But that's already But that's like that's like- a, that was a known quantity we expected to see it somewhere. Yeah. And like as soon as that happened at the at Microsoft, it's like, "Oh, here's CD Project Red's game." Yeah. Um like it wasn't like the what the fuck is this? Yeah. And like that was that's always like one of those fun things at E3 where like they throw you that curveball of like that like just cool announcement that you weren't expecting. Yeah, yeah, I can't th- <laughs> yeah, there was nothing like yeah, unexpected. Ev- everything had either leaked prior to it. And even Which the le- sucks, even the stuff like, that leaked prior to it, like none of that was like huge. Yeah. Like I would not have lost my mind over rage or just cause for yeah. assassins like um I mean, Assassin's Creed leaks every year. Yeah. <laughs> so, but like, I I think what they showed was like all of the new stuff was cool at least. Like, yeah. yeah. At, every one of the sh- every one of the press events had something cool to see. Like, mm-hmm. like Spider Man and Ghost of Tsushima looked and Last of Us looked great over at Sony. Um, 
Anthem at EA and the Unravel 2 and that Sea of Solitude game and a bunch of stuff at Ubisoft and at Microsoft. Like, they, they all had something worthwhile, at least. Yeah. I don't know. It's just, it felt like one of those off years where, like... Yeah. Well, well it's, we're, we're in this spot yeah. where, like... But, the tech, these systems have been out a while. We know what this tech does. The games are looking amazing all yeah. over. But it, well, like, we've, we had placed, or we've had Sony and now Xbox both say their current consoles are on their last legs or are being wound down, which means everybody, anything new, they probably want to, like any, like new IPs or any major new things they want for the next console. So. I mean, they're probably waiting for stuff like that, and for now, but they're like, you've also, let's just release the things that people know are coming out and wait for the new shit. But, I mean, they, they also can't just not have games come out. Well, yeah. And so, they're, they're gonna have games come out, but it's but, right now, they're I, the way I see it, they're biding their time as long as they can until, like, they absolutely, like, oh, there, here's a here's a, an IP that we can hold on until... The new console is like, oh wait, let's ha- let's release this now because we I need mean, some money coming in. The, I mean, the first Last of Us came out four months before the PS4. Yeah. So and, and they because I don't know, I, I me personally, I hated the whole remaster culture that we were in at the beginning of this generation. I don't know about the the developers. They probably loved it because people kept buying them, but they might be like. We don't want to do the same same shit twice. Oh, no, they totally want to keep doing that because yeah. it's easy money. Oh yeah. Um. But I was going to say something, but you, you have like Sony now, like they don't care about E3 the way they used to. Like, yeah. They're, they're going to wait for PSX and show off something there. Yeah. That they could, like, that's kind of what I meant. Like E3 just felt like this weird place this year, like as far as like the conferences went, just because they didn't have any of those like wow moments. It was just, it, you know, it everything was good, but nothing wowed. Yeah. Um, other than Todd Howard's stand-up routine. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, so that's that's it for the year. I'm sure next week we'll have a bunch of game news because there's still stuff coming out from E3. Yep. Um, so we'll talk about that next week along with all the other stuff that happens and that we do, assuming any of us do anything in the next week. I am, I'm, I'm going to see Incredibles 2 on Sunday. So. Oh, right. That comes out this week. Yeah. Actually, I paint a door. I have to paint a door. That's fun. Well, we got a new front door because ours didn't close. Like we had That's the dead, important. we had the deadbolt our front door. Otherwise, like a decent gust of wind would open it. Okay. Um. So we actually and and our our door frame was actually like some of the wood was rotted and stuff like that. Got so it. like yesterday, like we had somebody come out and actually like put a new door frame in and install a new door and all that fun stuff. But the door now has to get painted. Yeah. I also, I also bought fancy new locks for. It. Nice. So I'm gonna paint it and then put the fancy new locks on. They're the kind with the keypads. Nice. Yeah. I need those because I've locked myself out of my house at least three. I locked myself out yesterday. I had to climb through the window. I I locked myself out once and I had to use a credit card through the. So I had nothing. I had gone out to take the the recycling down. So my phone was sitting inside. My keys were inside. I am not used to the door closing all the way yet. And the door knob was locked. (laughs) Um, I, I had been used to, you know, you pull the door closed and then you just push and it opens. Yeah. So I went to do that, and the door didn't budge, and I'm staring at the dog who's sitting on the bench inside the, the thing, and I'm just like, fuck. Luckily, all of the windows in like that little sunroom were open, Yeah. and the bigger ones on the side are actually, like, I could lift the screens. The two smaller ones, the screens don't go up, apparently. <laughs> at least not from the outside. Yeah. Um. So I, cause I tried to just open the one small window so I could reach in and just turn the knob, and couldn't, so... 
I'd open one of the other ones and climb over a bush and over a bench into the room. That sounds fun. But, let's, mean, r- let's wrap this up, because it's hot in here, and I need to yeah. turn on the air conditioner. Um, so, God, it's been such a long episode, I don't even know what to fucking say. Um, if you want to find more of our stuff, you can head over to www.one-quest.com. You can help us out by supporting us over at patreon.com slash onequest. We are on social media, facebook.com slash onequestonline. We are at one underscore quest on Facebook or on Twitter and Instagram. We have a YouTube channel, youtube.com slash onequestvideo. You can find all of our podcasts just like this one over on iTunes and Stitcher and Google Play Music and Spotify and any other place you want to get podcasts. Uh, and you can send us emails, social at one-quest.com. And otherwise, we'll be back next week with something much shorter than tonight was. Oh, yeah. And uh, thanks for listening. And, yeah. Bye. Bye. Thanks, Epico. Bye.